This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello. And welcome to Aetherite Radio. <laughs> Gamerscape's Final Fantasy XIV podcast. I'm Huge Next. Joining me today, we got a full house. We've got Sinidra. We've got Ozino. We've got Rook. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> AKA Queen Bean. No. <laughs> Rook has had a busy week. Bean. Rook, Rook, what have you been up to this week? I've eaten a lot of beans. That's that's it. Yeah, no, that's all the context that I'm <laughs> going to That's all you now. need to know. I've just been eating yep. beans. No, I've been casting the Race to Worlds first with Mog Talk, which has been so fun for Dragon Song Reprise Ultimate. And we've, I did eat a lot, a lot of terribly flavored jelly beans for charity, which was amazing. Uh, so if any of you were there too watching, I hope you had fun. We had a blast getting to cast it. And for anybody who missed it, you can check out the VOD, check out the highlights, check out the clips. Uh, honestly, it was so memorable. This has been a wild ultimate, and I can't wait to talk about it today on the podcast a little bit. If, if you ever wanted to see Rook make really weird faces, like... <laughs> Go watch the VODs. There you go. Um, yeah, that was super cool. Uh, in total, uh, the community raised $31,304.69 for uh, MSF, Ukraine mm. Doctors Without Borders. So that's super cool. If anybody tuned into that and contributed to that, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it was really that's, cool. I mean, that's the, no slouch of a number. Good job. No, that's true. a good number. And people no. are still progging. And so make sure to uh, to hit up the, the 14 directory on Twitch and uh, mm -hmm. check out the absolutely insane ultimate fight. Yeah. We've got to go back. We've got to go back. We back. do. Oh my gosh. And that number actually surpassed all of the previous uh, charity streams that had been nice. coordinated through Mog Talk. So yeah, it was awesome to see us reach a new goal and yeah. all come together for such a great cause. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, I think we had one little bit, two little bits of news. Uh, weapon design contest results are in. Uh, check them out. I was super happy about these. So the way that this is working yeah. is there's there's like two grand prize winners for each job, and those are going to get into game. Joke weapons. We're getting joke, joke weapons. weapons are cool. I have been wanting to see joke weapons since we had that first Gilgamesh trial. <laughs> I have, they're like, so good, too. Like, like give Dragoon a broom. Why can't we just yeah, have a broom or something? Great. Like, Paladin's got, like, a ladle and a soup lid shield. Like, that's awesome. Like, I love it. I'm not going to lie. The Dark Knight sword, I like the joke one more. It's mm -hmm. a beautiful, like, pink flower thing. Summoner has a carbuncle book, so I can remember that carbuncle is a thing that exists. It's going to be great. Right? <laughs> I actually like it. It's got a phoenix down on the back, so you can raise without casting a spell. There That'd you go. Nice. I can't remember if it was the scholar book or the summoner one that has this like really beautiful little bird ornamentation. I really I, liked that. I like the bird, but why? Why isn't it Phoenix? Why are there lilies? Oh, that's I don't true. Know. It's, I don't beautiful. Know. Well, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a great design. But I, I'm just like, what does it have to do with summoner? I, I love that two of the, the grand the grand uh, finals winners here, um, they took a note out of Elpis. Sharks are in right now. Sharks are so hot right now. We've got a <laughs> we've got a shark gunblade and shark monk fist that are basically just like taking. You can see it just a little bit in frame here. It's basically just taking a giant plus shark and putting it on your fist. But there's two of them, and you can just I like love, baby shark the I, shit out of something. Like it's great. I love it. 
I loved um, some of the ones that are kind of cooking adjacent, where they have like ingredients and things. There was also, I think it's the Red Mage one, where it's almost like weather effecty, but then the mm -hmm. little focus that you have is that little water droplet creature uh, trippy, from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's so cute. I wasn't as in love with the white mage ones personally. Yeah. I know I, really I love the rabbit. It's so cute. The rabbit is cute, and I like the design. But I think I was hoping for the more serious one that we'd get one of those like really gorgeous ornate ones. There was a yeah. runner-up one too that I am so sad they didn't make for Bard. It is gorgeous. Right. It's like an Azem-themed one, mm -hmm. and you have this like golden gilded figure with the star, and then when you pull it out, these constellations appear around the bow yeah. and i was losing my mind it is so beautiful yeah the oh my gosh with monk and the chains was so cool but it, mm -hmm. it's okay rook look your lilies are just on my book for some reason we'll just swap it'll be fine easy we'll swap the roles we can swap and raid it'll be yeah, great i'll save birth. you a lot easy. of suffering Makes sense. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i i was so torn when i saw the dancer winner because i wanted fans why don't i have fans as a dancer weapon but yet? now you have what? like Death flaming like sticks no Listen, they're swords. They're, they are. They're chakrams. Oh, those, the, those swords are. On them. Yeah, and the, so yeah, I'm like, okay, all right. The serious well, one. I'm, yeah. I'm upset that they're not fans, but they are swords. And that's cool, too. That's real cool. <laughs> I will never get anything else like that. They're so beautiful. Honestly, it's incredible to see that they do this and that they mm -hmm. integrate. And like one of the things that I also love is that you don't have to be a phenomenal artist to participate in this. Right. Like, I don't remember which one it was, but you could tell that somebody had submitted a design that they just really liked, but like they themselves aren't really like an artist. And absolutely, they still take those into account. And oftentimes we do see winners that are a really good idea, but like, it's obviously not a professional concept mm -hmm. artist drawing them. And mm -hmm. I just have to give them such props for doing that because we have such a range of skill in this community, but also just creativity. So yeah. to see them actually feature people who have really good creative ideas, um, and then bring that to life. It's just so fun. It's so fun. I just, I just, I love that we're getting joke weapons. It's been so long. The also, one is so funny. Also, I'm, perfect. Dragoon gets a giant like cat feather cat toy. toy. Mm -hmm. um, there's two blue mage weapons that are also part of this too. So like that doubles the amount of like blue mage canes I think now <laughs> yep. that are in the game. So that's it great. Uh, there so, yeah. was. There was a Dark Knight runner-up based off of Amarat. I don't know yes. if anybody has seen it. And again, it was another one where I was like, I would kill for an which, entire set of these. Which one was this? It's so gorgeous. I think it was a runner-up. Yeah. I, I believe it was actually on the page. I saw the artist yeah. retweet it, but it's like the it's like that sort of like blue tinted uh, Art Deco glass mm -hmm. along the blade, mm. and then it has these like golden fan effects, like kind yeah. of. Like fan, I say, but it's like a fanned kind of decorative yeah. thing. What like uh, what base. what weapon? Dark, Dark Knight. Dark Knight. I you know I I, I like the the one runner up too for Machinist where it's like a cactar squirt gun. Like mm -hmm. I I would rather Joe have Machinist one. I would rather have that oh. over a bouquet of flowers that's a gun. No. Yeah. I actually love the gun. I mean it's flowers. it's cool. It's cool. But I, I would I, I would I really love a squirt gun. Hilarious. I think a squirt gun would be good. Not to like say that it, the the flowers are bad. I also really like the loperit daggers that are carrots. Mm. Mm -hmm. Those are really in, good. Uh, in chat, Gold Stars uh, was asking if they have ever used runner ups in uh, in the game before. They have. They've taken yeah. uh, furniture design that was runner up, and we have mm -hmm. some of that in game. So it's a possibility that we'll see some of these weapons somewhere else. Yeah. 
So we'll we'll see what happens. But I yeah, hope definitely. So there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, like, super good. Everybody, definitely. Good Some of those summoner runner hooks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they definitely go go check those out. I wonder if I saw them. Um, next little bit of news here: the fifth follow up for housing. Um, they figured out some issues. They're verifying the fixes. Uh, they finished that up a couple days ago. Um, they are planning to conduct maintenance to fix the issues here and restore uh, lottery results on Monday, May 16th. Um, they're expecting the, the maintenance to take like eight to 10 hours ish. Uh, we don't know if that's going to be complete world shutdown or just like housing district shutdown. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Um, if you are one of the people affected by that. And that's it for news. So now we're going to get into it. Patch 6.1 review. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I'm like, well, what's with the evil laugh? Like, that's weird. No, I'm just so excited. I mean, obviously, we talked about PvP recently with Brian, mm-hmm. which was one of the major facets. And we, like, mm-hmm. very briefly touched on some other things. But this was such a good patch, it, all things considered. It, it, <laughs> it was. Uh, there was a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, I, I nitpicked a little bit. And we'll get into that. A but that's, little bit. Well, I mean. I had to separate my personal... <laughs> From what the game is, I feel you. I thought I was going to be the worst. I was no, not. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Uh, well, well, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah. into it. Uh, I think this might be it. Might be the, like one of the lowest scores I've given in a patch review. But we'll we'll get to, we'll get to it. We're going to mm-hmm. do it right now. We're going to talk about it right now. MSQ. Uh, solid MSQ. Oh, really absolutely. cool. Um, you know, we've we've had our kind of like our our, our MSQ murder board right for for a while mm-hmm. now. Ever since. Uh, we had Emmett Selk's list of like, have you ever gone to X, Y, Z, and like all these other places? Like, no, but I think do you we like might. Pina coladas. I do. Caught in the rain. Eh, not that part as much. I like to stay dry, like but uh, yeah. So we 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 go to Thavnir. Um, we end up getting a treasure map uh, and a good old Estinian just buying, spending okay. money, just spending hey. money. He had a reason this time. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Yeah, he's like I loved it. They made us little little orphan kid. Yeah, he was dumb, but he wasn't. No, I know what I did. I mean, he he might still be dumb, but like in 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 when it comes to to financial affairs, right? But his heart was in a good place for this. He's got a heart of azure. Yes, he's Aww. so good. I actually loved this. Again, talking about how good of a job they've done with character story beats. Um, that moment where you see him looking at a child that, like, obviously, uh, that, like, young boy, he knows, and you're you're not totally sure if he does up until a certain point in the scene, mm-hmm. but he knows that they're, like, grifting him. And yet, at the same time, you can't help but, like, see those parallels, like we've talked about recently with him, to, like, yeah. when he was a young boy and an orphan and was taken in by the knights and, like, knowing what it means to be struggling, what it means to have experienced loss in the wake of a war, a great tragedy, like, all of that stuff comes together so yeah. well here. And because he has such a deadpan presentation, like, outwardly, it creates this, like, great kind of tension and comedic tension throughout the scene or, like, not knowing what they're going to play off of. And then to get those great little character moments with him again, it just warms my yeah. heart. Yeah, I mean at the at the end of the day, though, right? I mean, Asinian grew up in Ishgard. Like he knows what's up when yeah. you know there's kids trying to, to sell to. stuff. He yeah, there's there's no way. Um, mm-hmm. So you end up being like, yeah, let's go treasure hunt. Um, 
I love this dungeon so much. Oh, I know. Mm. Oh my god. Uh, the the only every time, thing. Every time you zone, uh-huh. every time you zone, it tells you what like what area. What remnants in. you're in. I'm like, yes. oh, yes. and it's, it's yes. all from eleven. Yes, and it's all the best part. In, in my I, opinion, that I, particular Ottergon, that expansion was my favorite. So Ottergon, parts, parts of it. Oh. Ottergon was the golden era of Final Fantasy eleven, uh, and so to to see this, like we we saw snippets of the dungeon right in the in the trailer and the previews mm-hmm. and stuff, but we get in there. Uh, it's not 11 music, but that's okay. But we get in there, we're outside for a little bit, and then you get to this pedestal, and there's the freaking lamps, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Um, yeah, it was, it was great. We had the ramparts, we had chariots, uh, all the, we had the the remnants, like Arapago remnants. Yeah, it It was was so so easy to beat comparison to the old one. Yeah. (laughs) It was like a joke. It was so. It was so good. I love. I love that. Um, yeah, See, that was super fun. I don't have any background in eleven, but I think it's still such a testament. At least not yet, because mm. soon, uh, We're soon on it. I'll be playing eleven for the first time. Mm. But uh, it is really fun still to come into that dungeon. I've always been a fan of like the adventure treasure hunter sort of genre you know like i grew up watching indiana jones mm-hmm. uh i ended up falling in love with tomb raider i mean there's obviously now like a lot of larger cultural discussion around things like that and or like what it means to just go to a place and then steal somebody's <laughs> cultural yeah. treasure but, but all of that to say all of that to say i still think there is something about the heart of that genre that is so fun and so for me, like, even without that 11 context, although it got me even more hyped hearing that all of you were excited because it did seem like it was going to be an 11 reference, I still loved going into the dungeon. Like, the music and the setting, it feels classic, you know, uh, adventure, treasure hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the details in it are so great. Like, I didn't even notice this until we were running it over and over or just trying to troubleshoot various parts of it with Zen for the guide that you were mm-hmm. working on. But as we were going through it and I had a little more time to, like, look at the different areas all of the creatures that like come in through those portals when you run into those different areas they are out in the water and you can actually Mm -hmm. see them like positioned around and then when they get brought Mm -hmm. in through those gates they like get sucked in from out of there into the dungeon it's such a cool detail and all the little things that they worked in and the unique mechanics in that last fight just made it really memorable yeah the first time I ran through there, uh, the people I was with were just, they were going, they were doing the stuff. And I'm like, stopping and looking around. So that run was nearly useless as far as mechanics <laughs> for the guide. But just like, I walk up to the first like window where you can see out into the water and I'm just like, so pretty. And then the giant shark swims by and I'm like, ooh, ah! It's just so cool. <laughs> I, so cool to look at. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I did it once with trust and never again. But doing it with trust is hilarious for the reaction to the spin to win. Please do yeah. it okay. all of them. They okay. are okay. hilarious. Okay. I'm all serious. Right. They all hate it. Uh, well, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That, that fight was... I, can, I don't know if I love or hate it. I think mm-hmm. I love it. It's so goofy. It feels extremely out of place. Right. It has like nothing to do with mm-hmm. Eleven. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Yeah. But it's like... I have a guardian for this very important thing, and it's made of cloth. Yeah. Um, I do really love, uh, there's Mm -hmm. so many puns, though. Like, the power surge thing, it's spelled surge like a serger, like the Mm -hmm. inside of a hem. It's it's cute. It was cute. As a a cosplayer. It it caught me off guard, and I I enjoyed it. 
I think that the fabric element comes in with what we know is one of the major exports of Thavnaeum, mm-hmm, right? Sure. So, like, not an 11 reference there, but one of the things that I first was so excited about when we go into Radzat Han was the fact that there is an entire, like, silkworm growing, processing, silk making area in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's so, I am one of those people that I live for those, I don't know, hyper detailed little it's representations. It's the same thing things. that we had with the Dome and Enclave reconstruction. I'm like, you can watch them make paper. Like, that's yeah. so cool. Like, it sounds super lame, but like, that's so I, neat. You know yeah. me and, and looking into naming, but the Kapikulu were Janissaries or professional military. So, like, the name of mm-hmm. it, the Guardian, is the police force from the Ottoman Empire. And, like, you can okay. see some of that in there in the in the, in the the names of the attacks. I just love when they kind of mix in where they got inspiration for the area. You know what yeah. I mean? Just that that real life kind of stuff. I love it. I need you to point me to which part of Google you're using, because every time I go to look up anything, I can't find shit. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, like looking up all, all, all these Greek names and they're like, nah, you don't, I don't know. I'm a programmer. All we do is Google. You know, that's it's just. <laughs> I'm just used to it. Help. I'm just going to send you the words from now on, and you can tell me what they mean. We'll just, instead of instead of Google, we'll just go Aldino, Aldino.com. What is this? I'll, I'll, I'll no. Google. Don't, don't type that in. I don't know where it goes. Um, so, yeah, uh, we... Yeah, you might get my OnlyFans. Oh, you know, no. I'm just testing some stuff out first. I mean, now I, I kind of want to, I kind of want to check now. Um, yeah, so we, 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 we go through the dungeon, um, and then we, there's like this big... It's like a big tea kettle. Hot. Like it's just it just looks yeah. like a big tea kettle. Um well, and then we it have actually it ties uh-huh. into the uh, oh my gosh, I just I just, just actually do. <laughs> well, actually fusion. Um it does look like a giant tea kettle, but it also <laughs> looks very similar to the um Oh, what's the word? I can't remember right now. I'd have to look at my notes. But uh, you, st- you started to rook explain me, and then you fell apart in the second I half. I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but the so the alchemical, so the great work location that we see in the map Thavnair, um, they're actually a lot of the different uh, things that they use there for a part of the process called I think migrado i want to say which like translates roughly to like the blackening process um where you burned things down to try and purify them and then reconstitute them um a lot of the like big alchemical contraptions that they have in there look really similar to uh that one itself so i i actually do think it ties into everything i mean it does i just think it looks like a giant tea kettle (laughs) i'm just waiting i'm just waiting for the like little creamer picture thing because the great work look to me looks like the tea kettle and the thing in the dungeon looks like the sugar pot so where's the cream I'm ready we have for my all tea. the makings for for uh i don't know it's not would it be starbucks what would we have in would be chai be some kind of chai sharp sharp starbucks starbucks yeah. is new chai. tie mm-hmm. chai tea um okay so we 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 do the boss we do the weird spinny cloth boss um and we find out that there's like a a void gate thing just chilling, um, and then we. <laughs> so even even if you weren't super like into the dungeon, which if you have eyes, how were you not? <laughs> suddenly, suddenly everybody like I I can't think of a single person who's not at least a little bit interested in the void, right? What it is, and when we're gonna fuck with it. Correct. <laughs> Here it is. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When did you start leveling Goldsmith? <laughs> that was my first. That was my first job to ninety. 
Uh, I actually <laughs> couldn't believe that they just were like, and uh, the void. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool. It, it's funny that that Vircher shows up uh, in the the. Uh, I always forget the name of the the little the the kid avatar simulacrum that he's Vishon? got. Varshan. Varshan. Yeah. It's because it's still just Vertra, but he shows up <laughs> and he's like, "Were you guys like raiding my secret vault?" And we're like, uh, no, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't want to do it, but you stole. It's Astinian's fault. Yes. Did we all? Did we all? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's the only choice. She's like, mm-hmm. we will I speak laughed. later. Yeah. I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard. And like, I had friends when I was talking with them, I was like, did you pick that one? And they were like, no, you know, I didn't, I felt like, you know, she probably, I don't know, I just felt like I was sassing her too much or like, you know, why would I put that blame on her? And I have never not regretted choosing an option as much as this one. Because mm -hmm. that look she gives you. And it's fun too, because I actually feel like this patch Ishtola got some characterization that we really haven't been well, able to yeah, see. Yeah, I was before. I was gonna say what they what they basically did this this patch is where Estinian was kind of the blunt of like the comedic elements or the jokes. Now he's kind of like swapped with Ishtola a little bit. She's mm-hmm. falling asleep in the library, waking up and getting hit in the head with books. She's yeah. the one froth and foaming, you know, like yeah. Um, I also um, I loved the little interplay with Estinian where you say something to Estinian like, uh, "Why don't you do X, Y, or Z?" And he says, mm-hmm. "Sorry." I have a siren going by. Hold on. It's very important. There, Here there's. We go. I, I love the part where, uh, yeah, he's like, you say something like, "Why don't you?" Uh, I don't know. Go ask Ishola for this or something, and he's like, "Oh no, no, Mm-mm. I wouldn't bother Ishola. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't mess with her. No." Yeah. And like, then you get these cute little moments, and then it all builds to that choice where you can choose to sass her or not. And I love it because. I think that depending on how you perceive your warrior of light, right? I feel like you, at least in my mind, are one of the few people that could sass each mm-hmm. other and get, get away, away with it. Yes, like, yes. We've known each other for so long at this point. <laughs> and so to know how other people view her as this just like incredibly intimidating, serious, intense kind of person. Yeah. And then for you to be like, oh, it was Ollie Stola's fault. And she <laughs> yeah. just gives you that look. And it's so good. Matoya taught her well. Yeah. Um, so we we find out there's this 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 void gate that that basically uh, Virtra like sealed because they don't want people messing with the void. Um, mm-hmm. And we get some really cool backstory about um, the war with Alec and the dragons. Um, mm-hmm. And we learned that our missing dragon friend flew through a void gate. This was oh my gosh! I am a dragon lover. I should remember mm-hmm. her name. This was. I forgot too if it's any consolation. Oh my gosh. I believe it's Azdaya. There we go. Yes. Um, I I see in chat somebody asked Brooke how excited were you when we got the additional dragon lore? And the answer is so excited. (laughs) I was just yelling because there are uh you know members of the first brood that we have not met yet. And Azdaya has been a really big one that everybody has been interested in. And so to get all of this lore coming back together, I mean, what happened with the Crystal Tower and, I mean, as we now know, Amon and everything else that plays into that, um, they're packed with the Void, with the Cloud of Darkness. 
uh, the dragons and their subjugation of dragons. I mean, all of these things are huge, huge right. lore points in the game yeah. that we haven't necessarily gotten to explore. So when Vritra starts telling us about this, and then we realize that Ajdaya has gone in there, immediately my brain is just going 100 miles per hour. I'm like, mm-hmm. was she corrupted in there? Mm-hmm. Was she able to resist it because of the dragon warning? Are we going to like have her be one of our major characters if and when we go to the void? Is there... I? Yeah. I really loved um, reciting, we think we think that uh, Varshan was made so that he can wander around as, you know, a little, a little dude instead of being a dragon. But really, wasn't he just made so he could fit through the tiny hole to find his sister? Yeah. So yeah. He, yeah, I, it, it's I mean, really it cool. I coincidence that also it helps him, like, walk around and talk to people, but also... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's or, like, you know, fit in the, uh, you know, in all Zadal's legacy to begin with. I don't think yeah. he's going to be able to get his, his dragon form in there. Um so yeah, lots of really cool uh, plot elements. Um, we had some really funny stuff with Yishtola and her familiar that she summons. Uh, mm-hmm. Froth and foam. Uh, magical girl Yishtola was not on my bingo card for this patch, but was, we'll take it. That was so weird. I'm like, why did you have to make your voice high pitched? Like, that's, I'm here that's for it how she, it was hilarious. That's how she what? made the spell when yeah, she was a, 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 wee, a wee lad. Yeah. I feel um, like incantations don't require tone, but what do I know? I don't do magic. <laughs> I mean, I honestly think, okay, as somebody who always likes to expand different ways that, mm-hmm. you know, things can be or different ways that magic can be interpreted, created, brought to life in, in unique ways. I mean, I always think that there's a lot of fun stuff to interpret with that. I mean, we do mm-hmm. like we do know in the game, at least that there's a whole tribe. Is it the Kali? The, the, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it. It starts with the Q um, on the step that actually sing entirely mm-hmm. to one another mm-hmm. and we know that the dungeon that uh we saw ishtola's first creation in with uh matoya's workshop right yeah. has a very disney-esque vibe to it mm-hmm. and that a lot of the spells and things there almost it feels very like fantasia to me and yeah. a lot of the magic like when she was a child i mean it, she had a whimsy to her that I don't think that we get all the time with mm. her being an adult now that she's very serious about her studies. But that whimsy and that, I guess, just excitement and inspiration and creativity right. was there for her. And one of the little things that I loved about this is that we do, at least from the uh, the book, the recipe book that came out, uh, there is a recipe in there for, is it, a cafe con penne. It's it's essentially like an espresso. Mm-hmm. Um, that is Ishtola's supposed drink of choice. So all of it together, I was like, "This is a cute and ridiculous mm-hmm. moment," and yeah. I love it. This was this was a fantastic think, uh, patch for for Ishtola fan yeah. service. <laughs> yeah. I like to think it was a slip, and she just got used to casting the spell like with that voice. So she like slips into it, Could and be. then like her and then she realizes like, that she's oh, in front I just of people. Did that. Yeah, D&D it's so nerd. good. Spells yeah. need verbal, somatic, which is the movement, and material components, and she yeah. needed all three. Right? I mean, she had I mean, think of think of like uh, like the first Harry Potter, right, where they're learning yeah. spells and they can't pronounce it right, so they don't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, got to do it right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, like, don't get me wrong. I think this story is great. I'm glad it's going where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but at this point, a lot of the story felt like they had to rehash the void quest into the MSQ. This is where I'm going to get a little critical. It's like, oh, let's send a familiar in to see what it's like over there. It's like, yeah, I, I already did this before. <laughs> like this, it, it really was like almost beat for beat, like the same kind of stuff that we had in the void quest. And so that was a little like, 
we talked and we talked about this before when we talked about the void quest the idea of yeah. what if they want to capitalize on this later because all this stuff is so gate capped with the role quests mm-hmm. and the good news is is you don't need the role quest and we're doing this anyway but to get there they had to kind of repeat some stuff and that eh, all right not a fan of it but it doesn't bother me i, I just i can understand I can, yeah i, I can understand definitely well especially to like it is tough, right? Because then we almost have an issue in our own continuity. Because for mm-hmm. players that have done that, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that your character in that moment wouldn't interject and be like, oh, hey, actually, we did exactly this on the first. And this yeah. is what happened. And now we're waiting on results. And we have these other people who have this connection. Like, it creates this kind of weird, you know, why didn't we mention that? That right. seemed the, the whole time I'm doing all this stuff in, in All the Doll, I'm like... Feel free to ask me questions. We've yeah. <laughs> like I we did. I know you guys left the first. I was We're still over the there. We're the one. We're the face punchy one. They're not going to listen to us. Uh, and yeah, we can still I'm give Yashola crap and get away yeah. with it. So I think we have yeah. a little bit of, of credit. Um, but yeah, yeah it just joke. it just makes me wonder when, if ever, it will come into play. Like and mm-hmm. that. That kind of sucks if it never does, if it's only a side quest in the next expansion, if we're in the void. I don't know. Part of it, too, was testing the scales, though, which we hadn't mm-hmm. done before. Sure. That's and, and that's 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 totally fair. Right. That was yeah. like the new thing. But it was like. All right. Make it familiar. Send the familiar oh, and see what happens. It just I, I love that those things just sort of accidentally wove together like dragons. Mm-hmm. They're probably fine. You guys totally screwed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's so much to discuss with the void and if you have done those void quests uh i mean there is a lot more additional stuff that i think is even in there but right. at the culmination of all of our lore right i mean as far as we understand the life forms in the void are altered beyond saving mm-hmm. but is there something to say about dark energy we have these enigmatic figures that we also haven't necessarily mentioned that pop up in that yeah where we'll like, talk about them at the like, end hello <laughs> i'm the i'm the king of the, maybe earth hi i'm the, so i can't help but wonder if there has been some kind of hierarchy or structure there that has been trying to balance the elements in a certain way there's so much speculation with that mm. i will say though that while it felt very it felt a little silly in a sense but at the same time it also felt so classic final fantasy to oh me. yeah i was just oh, like yeah. for good reason. oh my gosh i love this ridiculous silly super villain council of villains what's even happening here i just that little glimpse that you get so do you wanna let's just get into it let's just get into it go for it do it Go, it's go, it's go. Golbez and the Four Fiends from Final Fantasy IV. Yeah, that's why it, it is a hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no way it's not, especially because the one who is Wind. I love it. It's just such a small thing <laughs> from Four. She is very, very deeply gay, and she loves <laughs> it. And yes. she she is the one who's talking about the cloud of darkness and and how how much respect she had and how uh, she couldn't believe it went this way. And I love that. Like. That wasn't the biggest tell of them all, but when I saw that, I was like, "Yep, that's exactly who these who these <laughs> people are." That's it. I've been waiting for these freaking four fiends. Yes. For My goodness. I mean, and when we had so much four stuff at the beginning yeah. of Walker, I'm like, "We have to have them. We have to have them. Where are they? Where are they? Yeah. I mean, people people <sighs> were were speculating four fiends for trials back in like yeah. Stormblood, you know. Uh, and so now we finally got them. I. Do you think that's gonna be that's gonna be the trial series now? Four fiends. 
I don't know if we're going to do know. that, right? I mean, yeah. I well, has, yeah, trials are a part of MSQ sometimes. Mm -hmm. I would guess I mean, that they're going to be in the expansion if we go there. That mm. would be my guess, too. And I mean, wardens. of course, they could put something in, like we said, the, the trials, the raids, the 24, mm -hmm. like everything that we've gotten thus far, although we have not yet had the trial series, right? So the other things that we've gotten thus far have all been relevant to story, world lore, or progressing some facet. So I, I wouldn't necessarily completely rule out that they could do something like that, but I agree in that to me, it very much felt like a setup for mm -hmm. what we are going to be getting in the next expansion. So I'm kind of, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I'm definitely... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm definitely getting like, okay, we are going to the Void, uh, yeah. probably Mericidia. But from what we've seen in some of these cutscenes, they definitely have a zone established for the Void now. They, there is a new kind of Void mm -hmm. zone. So, um, you know, in relation to like Trials, think about like Whirlit. Right. We, yeah. we we had like a little town hub for that. We had we've had Gongos. They, they do these now. Um, so it, it may not be okay. too crazy to think that they might do this as kind of a side thing, because we already know about the void. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe just Maricidia just straight up for the patch. But then maybe then we'll have uh, as for that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. it, 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 I think it's possible. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things we have to wait for 6.2 and, and see what what they're yeah. going to give us for trials. This was, though, like, go, circling back to the original point, I mean, mm -hmm. we've talked a lot about whether or not we thought that the Void would be something like a later expansion down the road, and this next one would just be a purely kind of adventure thing, you know? Mm -hmm. But I do think that this patch struck such a good balance between teasing us with big new things to be excited about and stuff that we have long wondered about while mm -hmm. also giving us a taste of that adventure element. So I am really curious to see if they do go straight into something like the Void, mm -hmm. which, I mean... This would not, to me, this would not be completely ridiculous that in the next expansion we would be there, right? They, mm -hmm. you know, very clearly said that because of the length of the expansion and everything else, that the expansion itself, Endwalker, was going to wrap up the Heidelin Zodiac arc. And that from 6.1 on, we would be building up to what is to come. And that unlike, mm -hmm. you know, other patch cycles where about halfway through we have the true finale of the expansion and then... Mm -hmm. They were going to use this whole time to really lead us up. So the fact that we went so full force into stuff with both the dragons and with the void right off the bat was a little surprising to me. But at the same time, uh, you know, Yoshida-san has said many times, even in a recent interview this past week, you know, I feel like people might think that with Endwalker and the finality and the feeling of it, that they think that the story of 14 is done, mm -hmm. but it absolutely isn't. So to really kick things off this way... I felt like it was a good balance and I I'm excited to see mm -hmm. what they do with it and how they're going to kind of build this. Yeah, yeah. they okay. had to do something amazing and showstopping for this unprecedented patch. We've never had a patch placed yeah. quite like this on a story before. Mm -hmm. And I, I honestly think they did a great job. Yeah, I, I, I you know, as as you know, even though I did, I did give a little flack on it. Right. I think this is probably one of the better MSQs we've had in a, in a point one patch for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yes. There is there is something to be said, though, Fusion. I do agree with you in that it's they had to recap that information somehow. Right. Mm -hmm. So either by removing the extensive, you know, uh, you know, role restrictions, like completing all of the job quests and saying, hey, we're easing this up and everybody should go do this quest. And there's a new little thing that you get at the end of it or something. 
they could have done that and just said, you know, hey, if you made it through and did at least one role quest, you can now culminate this and get all the other quests unlocked. Mm -hmm. And on one hand, I kind of wish they had done that because I think that as they were, that retelling of the Void Quest feels much more compelling to me, especially mm -hmm. with the characters that are used in it. Like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, it is so interesting um, with, oh, what is her name? Sayella? Sayella. Sayella and Anukali. Those two yeah. characters, like, I feel like you lose some of the power automatically if you're not tying those threads together mm -hmm. in the way that, I and mean, I'm sure they it's, will at some Yeah, point, and it's but... funny, too, because Unukahai was chilling in the Rising Stones yeah. for how long? And, like, so they're doing a lot of stuff. It's like, yeah, so I don't know if you noticed, uh, Unukahai is gone. Uh, yeah, so I took him to the first, and we're doing pretty much kind of what we're doing here. If you have any questions for me, it's like, yeah. But yeah. they got some good information that we kind of need to get. Yeah, to it's everyone. it's it's one of those things. I think it's it's rough because they gate they gated it how they did. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that somehow there's some kind of overlap, but because of how they did that, they can't require it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. they had to find a way to. They could still include the two in the main. They can story. they can All include it somehow, but. Summary. This but, is what they've been doing. Yeah, in case but they you didn't know. they need to they need to do some stuff, and I, and I get it. It's it's one of those things where I'm curious, um, you know, internally, right? How they planned to do this stuff? Like if they did right. the void quest and then realized, oh, maybe we should do it kind of a different way, but this other stuff still happened, and I, it's a little weird, it's a little messy, but uh, I'm I'm definitely happy that this is where the story is going. Yeah, I would guess that, you know, later on in the patch sequence or something, we'll go to the first, we'll talk to them, and they'll be like, we've been doing this. And either you'll know you're not. Yeah, continue, I mean, that, that's right? a cool thing. I mean, you know, part of Endwalker was like, we went to the first for like half a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this would give us a reason to kind of go back and interact with the characters on the first a little bit more. But they need to figure out a, a way narratively to, to even right, see make Gaia. it work. Yeah. Yeah, no, not, yeah, exactly. I know, and Gaia seems to be, like, to me, Gaia would be hugely instrumental in doing this, right? Mm -hmm. If she has control over darkness and or some extent of control over it, uh, it seems like she would have to be a major mm -hmm. character. But then, that would be but then you have to require the Eden Raids. Maybe. Which they could. I mean, they required yeah. Crystal Tower. It's, you don't it, have yeah. to require any of these things. You say, this is so-and-so. And that's yeah. It. I mean, yeah, with the, but then, we'll but talk then, it it's yeah, it it could get weird real quick. It's but like it's the, like uh, doing the. You'd, you'd be missing. You'd be the, missing details. Is but it the, it'd also make people go, "Hey, wait, maybe I want to go back and do that Eden thing real quick." Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's like uh, I think what was it the Culinarian Quest where Nanamo shows mm -hmm. up, but what if you do it after right. ARR? You're like, but she did. But, uh, oh no, it's just a it's a yeah. Listen, they already have a We call now. this the time bubble. Just <laughs> put your put your imagination somewhere else. Just bubble the time and put it. But my immersion. Look, just put Eden in the unending codex. Done. Just read it. You're done. Who cares? Then keep going. Mm -hmm. That's what yeah, the unending okay. codex is for. Mm -hmm. Now hold on a minute. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is actually a pretty incredible point. Right. That's why they have it. I had not even thought about that, but if. Now that they've introduced this, right, if they decide to do something where, I don't know, in future story, right, we go over, we go back to the first because we're like, hey, they were working on something like this, too. And for players who don't know what they're talking about, you get over there and then these characters show up and there's like guy and everybody. And when you finish that cutscene, it says like codex unlocked for mm -hmm. blank, blank, blank. And then in that you can see something like and in the Eden raid, such and such and such. Yeah. 
I had been mostly thinking about the codex as a tool to use just to help people keep track of 10 plus years mm -hmm. of story. Mm -hmm. But as we saw with things like Crystal Tower, right? When they first did that, um, they didn't make it required. So then in the cutscenes with Grahatia, there were alternative versions. Unfortunately, some of the alternative versions, like when you reveal, were just really lacked impact yeah. because it's like, I never even met you and I don't know who you are. So of course I'm not gonna have an emotional moment. And then players were like, oh, I feel kind of bad that I missed out on something that is so amazing for other people because I just straight up didn't even know that this was something that I should do. Of course, if you're a new Final Fantasy player, mm -hmm. All the story content, all the additional content that has story, just do it. You need it. It's important. Like, that's just yeah. how this game works. But, yeah. like, a lot of people don't know that. So then they went, okay, well, either we leave it as it is, or we make this other past content required. Mm -hmm. And that, in and of itself, creates problems, as we've seen. You know, yeah. like we're talking about with these role quests. If they require that everybody does every role quest mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. Shadowbringers, people would riot. So then it's that compromise. Like I see in chat, people are saying, but you need the caster boy from the caster quest. And if you haven't saved him, then technically you can't. And it's like, mm -hmm. I yeah. think that using this codex would actually be a pretty right. brilliant way to do this and still guide people to the content that would have that story for them to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, it's in, it's in miscellaneous, but I think low key, it's one of the best features of this entire patch because you could just throw stuff in there and you can say, Hey, go read that. I think you want to know. Yeah. I mean, talking about the, the possibility of, of like having like an Eden recap, which, which is cool. Like this also gives them another opportunity too, to maybe confirm certain yeah. relationship mm -hmm. statuses. Yeah. <laughs> they investigated Eden and now they are girlfriend and girlfriend. Just that's, yeah. that's the last line of it. Just yep. put it in there. Square Enix. I beg you. We had a same-sex marriage in the main story in Guild Wars 2 this year. Please just make these two right, girlfriends canonically. <laughs> Please, I beg you. Even if it's just I love text. The sentence, and now they are girlfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's just the codex entry. Some stuff happened, and now they are girlfriend and girlfriend. That's all you need. That's all we need for Edenverse explanation. I'm just imagining Barbaricia kidnapping <laughs> Gaia and Reen. <laughs> I, just, I can't wait for the four fiends. I really can't. Yeah, uh, there's, there's so a lot they could do. Ridiculous. Yeah, they really are. There's a lot they could do. Um, all right, so. Oh my god. So let's move a little bit away from the story. That was that was. Not, however. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excited to see what could be their leader. What you don't like, Golby? I am yes, but also. Why do you why do you have a pet up. name relationship with him? That's, That's weird. You need to go. You need Golby. to go look up. And I don't want to plug it here. Some someone, I think his name was Hyadane, did a mm -hmm. bunch of hilarious spoofs uh, mm, videos. Okay. And there's a song Old. of the Four Fiends, and it's great. I do, it's I, so good. I do enjoy me a good parody spoof song. Oh, it's good. Very good. Um, no, but when uh, when the guy who ends up in the Golbez armor shows up, the guy, mm -hmm. who do he look like? <laughs> I mean, let's not let's not. Let's not talk about it. Let's let people find that on the. It's, I know this is a spoiler, but just yes. Who who did he look like? I mean, it's mm. true. Yeah, there is mm. that that last cutscene at the end. Uh, and I'm gonna be honest. There's a really it, good chance that Square Enix makes me hate them with six point two. I don't think so. There's a I, really I good chance so. that I, that maybe, maybe it's just the Voidsent returning. He's like, ah, oh, that plan didn't work. Here's another one. But I yeah. just anything, anything that has like touched Xenos 
needs to just be burned with a fire and never heard word. from again. Mm -hmm. Look, we don't I say the Z word here. Ago, and a lot of people have this this thought as well. That void scent that attached themselves to Xenos is from the thirteenth. We have a shard there. Everything went to crap. I I really think that that is a shard of us that is just moving around doing stuff. I really think so. I really, really think so. Doesn't have to be true, but man. Now Chad is talking about me touching Xenos. Great. This, yeah, this, this has been a great that. conversation. We could have kept it to just the, the shard theory, but nope. I just. I mean, uh. look, I. Okay. Okay. As much as anything. I mean, you all know. Again, <laughs> somebody was sassed about the fact that we keep quantifying so much. Like, if you like Xenos, that's okay. But mm -hmm. it really is because, like, I know how easy it is to get disheartened when you hear people critiquing a character that you love. So I sure. always try to preface yeah. with that, and I apologize if it gets a little excessive sometimes. Um, I just don't want anybody. We to mean it. We I mean it. Be if you like opinion. a character, like a character. Yeah. But also, Zeno sucks. We're we're very adamant so. and and serious about both <laughs> things when we say yeah. that. And, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like they can't relate, you know, to anything because we hate him so much. But as much as anything that touches Xenos is tainted forever for me. Um, I actually think that if that void scent, as long as they don't bring Xenos back, <laughs> if that void scent was a part of us that he sought out and mm -hmm. then merged with, it would maybe... Mm -hmm. be fine by me <laughs> because then at least some of his weird obsession and then at least some of the parallel stuff that they mm -hmm. did and then at least some of the things i feel like it would click together in that last part and and a lot of the things that just felt like huge gaping holes in mm -hmm. endwalker for me at the very least and like if he was seeking out any version of us and he realized that that was a thing or even some of the flashbacks, like... Or Emmett Soak. Or Emmett Soak. Like, With I the, could yeah. actually... Like, Aldi, no, I agree. I could actually see it being something that could work for me so long as Xenos never shows his face again. See, it, <laughs> But the void set, maybe. We, we so talk about the idea of this being a shard of ourselves, but, like, my Warrior of Light doesn't have the personality of Cardboard. So like, there's I mean, no way do. that that could no no. I I give sass to Yustola. Like I I I don't know. I don't like it. Get, just kill <laughs> any Zeno's things. I mean, Ardbert is different than us too. Yeah. And In to ways. be honest, I thought I would hate Ardbert when I first met him. Sure, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Mm -hmm. I personally, I okay. So I have. <sighs> Okay, Derp Lander. <laughs> we gotta tread carefully here. We're getting heated. Well, this is my this is my hot take. This is my hot take. Mm -hmm. Derp Lander has grown on me largely mm -hmm. because of how Ardbert was handled, and I actually do think that in the end he was a character I truly loved. But I always have some problems, especially in a game like an MMO where you have the freedom to create avatars in a way that so reflects for you your own personal self and journey, and it has personally irked me. Many times in my existence that when it comes to marketing or boxes mm -hmm. or think about the fact that when they finally did introduce FemShep and, and like, you know, I, honest to God, effect, I was like, I wonder like, if she's going to start talking about FemShep here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was like almost every promotional was still ManShep and every default flip of the cover was all set on ManShep and like. It's one of those things where there is a real history of just like, yeah, sure, you can be a lady if you want. But like the canon person is a guy. So the mm -hmm. first time that we saw Ardbert, I was kind of angry, to be honest. Like when before okay. we knew and we just knew that he was I was sitting there going, 
okay, you try so hard to not shoehorn us into anything like, you know, oh, uh, we don't want to tell too much about a Zem because everybody has mm -hmm. a different version of a Zem. And yet you feel okay in all of your promotional material to make it so that like this bland man is the default of how we should all see ourselves and our journey right. in this game. Mm -hmm. And so it rubbed me really the wrong way. I'm not going to lie. I hated him and I hated it, his stupid face. <laughs> it is problematic that everyone else we have seen that retains part of their soul stays the same, at least presented gender. Emmett Selk, Amon, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, they stay that. So you go, oh, is that how it works? And then if you think that way, then yeah. So I would love to see them do something a little bit more interesting with that. And I don't think this Void Scent is that. But it, it's a cool theory. That's really yeah. all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I do love Art Burton out. I want to be clear with that. They yeah. really destroyed <laughs> I adore him. And sometimes yeah. I have saved on my computer, just like, you know, during the fan fest where they did the live music video and mm -hmm. they did the thing where um, he's like reaches down during the song. This was, I, this was like during, yeah. I think, the performance by the primals and he reaches down mm -hmm. during the song and says, you know, if you had to, could you take another step? And then they do a whole thing with like, we're going to rock on together the whole night. Like, mm -hmm. I have that saved on my computer, and sometimes I just open it and I get very emotional. <laughs> so yeah. I want to be clear about that. I yeah. do love him now, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's kind of a danger, I think, in the way that even that is presented mm -hmm. and sometimes taken as default that doesn't always resonate with all players. For sure. That's fair. He, yeah. I, as mm. I have said 5,000 times during, during this podcast, I do think that canon as him is a lady. And I will forever. <laughs> I also agree. Thank you. I There's a whole other thing when we get to the 24 man with this, which is that there is a lot of guessing that Azema is no longer the parallel for Azem mm -hmm. and that it's likely Oshan the Wanderer, who does have appropriate themes. Sure. But once again, I had a moment where I was like, you just couldn't make the lady Azem, mm -hmm. could you? <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's 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 that. get into that. Let's get into the story of yeah. the of the twenty four man. So, uh, this was Myths of the Realm. This is yeah. Um, so this is this is the story of the twelve. Um, and we basically walk on water through a magical portal, and we enter like the realm of the gods. Uh, it's very like Greek mythology. Um, oh yes. And so good. So yeah. People of the world. Very pretty. Yeah. It is we named exactly the same. We we got some some cool little like lore snippets here like uh louis swa did not in fact summon them in cartano that was not yeah. them um, they were elsewise disposed yeah that's why we didn't win mm -hmm. obviously uh that, i mean that's that's the other thing right stargazer says in the chat here finally the lake has something right yeah presence of silver tier could mm -hmm. be maybe the maybe mm -hmm. um so that's cool um they do say there are multiple gates in though multiple like yeah. Well, uh, yeah, and so yeah. and so maybe when we do some other uh, the other tiers come out, maybe we enter from a different point, or yeah. I, doesn't seem likely given where like yeah. how that hub is. But um, but yeah, the the actual navel, the like hub hub is the hub there. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought this was really interesting. Um, just kind of like overall, um, the idea that. Uh, the 12 show up and they're like, we're challenging you. And you're like, what? What's what? going on? Why? Now the Heidelin is gone, we want to be in charge. So we're going to beat you up specifically. Oh. 
And then you go in and you beat him up. We were like, we're just joshing with ya. And it's like, we were what? Testing what? What's you going on? You know what on? I really, really mm-hmm. love about this encounter? Um, there are parts during it that they show you that they're really not out to beat you up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, there are mechanics that uh, they just won't do sometimes. Uh, <laughs> like, the, the whole um, thing with Byergot where he does, like, the four... Uh, co- little conals off of him when he also does mm-hmm. the pushback. Sometimes he just doesn't do that. He's like, eh, nah, they don't need that right now. It just doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the lions in front of Azema, they actually tell you where to go. Like, if you can't count dots, they're like, with me, stay away, or whatever. They tell you mm-hmm. where to go. Yeah. I love this. I love the gods. Their designs are impeccable. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, they're so good. All the setup of this amazing um i mean it's just i love this i love this more than i think i've ever loved i really have enjoyed a lot of the 24 mans but Mm -hmm. i think the way i've been saying it is that they took almost every piece of other 24 mans that i loved and then put them all into one incredibly lore relevant piece Mm -hmm. of 24 Mm -hmm. man that Mm -hmm. it all just comes together so well it was truly like I was so happy playing it. I felt so happy seeing the mechanics. Like I was running it with, actually I was running it with Zed the first time I went in and I yelled when we were in Beergot and I was like, he's building, he's building. (laughs) Beergot likes Minecraft. (laughs) I just like, I love it. Um, And there are so many theories that are coming out of this obviously, but Everything in this 24 man for me was impeccable. The designs, the music, the motifs, the story. Um, and it's funny because I saw in chat the comment, like, as per usual, we didn't get a whole lot from the first raid installment. Mm-hmm. But I actually felt mean? like we got a ridiculous amount. We got these incredible touching back ons of various lore pertaining to mm-hmm. relevant areas in all of the world and the 12. Uh, we got the some, music, which is so amazing. I know. Uh, we got yeah. some incredible tidbits. And of course, mm-hmm. there's the whole theory running around. And this is my personal theory, right? Uh, that this figure, uh, oh, what's his name? Derek. Derek. Yeah. Derek himself, <laughs> either him or his monkey, is Oshan. I which hope it's the monkey. I, I mean, it's so interesting to me because Derek makes the comment when you're going through the raid. He says, oh, it looks like all the gods have some sort of animal servant that mm-hmm. serves them. And then you see that the gods themselves actually pop down and take on the aspects of the animals. That I, serve them in the I world. actually, yeah, when, when you go into that hub area, um, I spent probably a good 10, 15 minutes walking around Looking seeing if I could find an animal for each like yeah. section. Here's my, and, here's my theory that builds mm-hmm. on this. What if the Wanderer was wandering when the world was sundered and he was sundered from his monkey? (laughs) Well, it would have a fitting parallel, Uh right? Um, We can't remember anything. He hasn't gone back to, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's like um, the monkey, right? So if we look at the monkey mm-hmm. and how the monkey is used elsewhere in the game, we obviously have the huge parallel um, of Sun Wukong, who mm-hmm. is a traveler figure. And while we do have in four, well, well, okay, four lords adjacent lore, yeah. because technically mm-hmm. it's in um, the, what's the dungeon called? Swallow's Compass. Yeah. Technically in the Swallow's Compass, but we do know that um, the Sun Wukong that we see there has ties to the auspices. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like, still, we know that they are aware of how the, sim- the sim- uh, symbolic nature of monkeys in yeah. uh, particularly uh, Journey to the West, which is a famous piece of mythology. And and is it actually it's a novel or it's a, yeah, it's a novel, yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so. I think that easily that could be his animal mm-hmm. representative, mm-hmm. but we did see um, oh hawk slash eagle, which makes sense for Rogger yeah. given the connotations of Griffin that we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we saw lions for Azema, which I love, and I love those two, and I really hope they're safe and okay because they love each other. <laughs> and then we have—they're <laughs> so cute. Uh, but but most of the time, people like kill one of them really really fast but if you kill them kind of slow and one gets further ahead than the other one of them like evens out their hp so they have the same they're in love they're lines and they're in love they love each other um spriggan for Birgot just mm-hmm. delirious me i think it's mm-hmm. so cute because <laughs> they're in all the mines and like you know they're so obsessed with like ore and they- i yeah. just love mm-hmm. that the only one that i think we don't know is nalthal right do we know if nalthal has an animal we, they must, but yeah, I, they I must. don't know. I would think so. I don't know. Yeah. Good question. Hmm. Um, one thing I, I wanted to, to to talk about, too, with these raids, and this is getting a little more into, like, uh, the presentation aspect, mm-hmm. um, which is next anyway, so it kind of bleeds right in. Um, I thought it was really interesting how they kind of broke the mold on that second song in the uh, the raid. Um, sure. Traditionally, in Final Fantasy fourteen, and we saw this during a panel at, uh, I think it was the first FanFest, Usually, if you're fighting a male enemy, historically, they've wanted the lyrics to be male sung. Mm-hmm. Not the case with, with Naldfall, mm-hmm. which was interesting. I'm really curious. Like, I think it's cool. I think it sounds great. Just like the, the, the female version of the Leviathan track that they didn't end up using. But I'm really curious, like, why they decided to break the mold for, for this track in particular. Um mm. The other thing that I thought was really interesting, too, is the music that plays throughout the, the rest of the dungeon. It's a variation of the soundtrack from the New Beginning trailer from ARR, um, ah. which I thought was an interesting choice. It feels like, yes, this is the Endwalker raid, right? But it feels like maybe something like that would have been made more sense to be like MSQ based versus mm. like side stuff. But I'm really curious why they decided to go with that specific track if there's some kind mm. of meaning meaning to it that we're going to get later on with the, the the other tiers oh i do see here there has been a correction in chat yeah uh, the lions apparently bear naldal's bark so that's why there would be two of them um ah. and if i i just pulled up a that makes here. sense it, look, it looks like they have kind of like a hovering orb in front of their face oh, and that okay. orb has the symbol on it so oh, does it gotcha. i didn't even see the symbol i just assumed that the the orb was the right, orb in azama's symbol well, yeah. yeah, I mean, it would have made sense to me. Right. You know what I mean? Because you fight, you fight it before Azema, right so before yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, so well, the twins have a crush on Azema, so they sent their. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, you the go. other, the other thing, you know, we, we're talking about how they're like changing stuff up uh, with the the female vocals with the the male enemy. I really, really do not understand why they will voice the 12 in the raid but not in the cutscenes surrounding it sure it is such a weird mind-boggling decision like that you would have such important characters but then like like you clearly you have people to do voices for them mm-hmm. why are you not then doing it in the cutscenes is it like a weird budget thing was it some kind of weird it, just, it feels you know? weird 
it feels really weird. And I really wish that that they would have voiced him. Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it, when we don't have voice cut scenes, it just it hits in a different way because we're so used to the character that that the voice actors bring because they're so good just in general. And, and you we'll, we'll, yeah, and we'll yeah. ignore the fact that I think it was is it Rolliger is like like a thousand percent Robon's voice character. <laughs> like it's the same <laughs> actor. Like no way. Like it's not. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just. It's Justinian. Is it? Is it, is it, it is Justinian. I think it is Justinian. Or maybe I'm mixing up one of them. I I swore was was Robon, but maybe I'm getting that mixed up. Um, but yeah, it's just it's one of those things where yeah, like I get technically it's night content. It's not MSQ, but like. Mm-hmm. You clearly you have people attached to these characters to yeah. do like raw, you know, like just have them say a couple lines it. from the cutscenes. I kind of see it as like a, a parallel. People have been trying to draw parallels between the twelve and people in your party for ages, and maybe there's something to it. Mm-hmm. There's maybe. so many possibilities with this, right? We have everything from Vinat's followers, mm-hmm. who you would have still known as Azem, and yeah. uh, with some with some of the possible mentions that we've gotten, even in the um, oh, the 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 raid, the eight man raid. Uh, uh, we we've heard some mentions pandemonium, uh, pandemonium. We've heard some things about that. I mean, there's also the possibility that they are somehow all representative mm-hmm. of the convocation in some way, right. shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I've even been thinking, we had this little teaser from Yoshida-san recently where he said, we know what Azem was doing during the Calamity, mm-hmm. but, you know, whether... how They were playing Dome and Mahjong. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be something where Azem oh. created these entities. Mm-hmm. It could, we don't really know yet. It could be, there's so many possibilities here. Um, yeah. Whether or not they even want to tie it to the right. ancients, although I think some of the feeling and parallel as we pointed out to even mm-hmm. the kind of greek theming and right. stuff like that it looks different but at the same time it still feels like it's connected to that in some way mm-hmm. shape or form so i i'm just excited to see what they do i think they could honestly mm-hmm. take it anyway it's whatever they feel like um but yeah i agree with you fusion in that especially if they are going to create 24 mans that i think have such massive roles to play in the main story and have such huge answers to things uh, that, you know, we've been wanting or additional supplemental lore in the game to some of the foundational aspects of the world. It would be really nice to see those actual cutscenes voiced. And I, while of course budget is a thing and Mm -hmm. releasing and how you're like recording all of that and like scheduling it with patch cycles, that is a thing. It really is. Um, I do truly, and I say this with all the love of my heart, do truly believe that for Square Enix and Final Fantasy XIV, it is not a matter of budget. I think <laughs> <laughs> they can afford it. Yeah. They can afford to even do just some of the cutscenes voiced. Um, but it, why they haven't, it might just be that they're keeping with the tradition of all the previous stuff in the game and it speeds mm-hmm. up their process. I, I don't know, but... Um, yeah. It did really feel like it was missing. In yeah, this I mean, point, and this is know? stuff like this has been a problem for for a long time now. I mean, even thinking back, like one of the issues that I I ding Shadowbringers on was like you get into like the the fights with like uh, Titania, and she absolutely has a voice actress attached to her in cutscenes. But then like you get into the trial and it's just like subtitled text with no voice, and you're like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> like, yeah. why is this like this? I don't understand. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Who knows? Um, mm-hmm. Something you said, Rook, uh, triggered something I wanted to add as far as possible 24-man mm-hmm. lore. Uh, we're, all, we're all sitting here going, uh, Aslan might be Oshan. Uh, well, I mean, some of you might be happy about it. I'm not. Um, mm-hmm. 
I really want the the parallel between uh, Azema and Azem to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, her subtitle is the Warden, mm-hmm. and my theory is that Azem is doing something in Pandemonium as perhaps a warden mm-hmm. because it is a jail. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a possible, it's a possible yeah. stretch uh, as I far mean, as terminology. But if they, he says, we know what Asim's doing, it's doing it right now while you guys are in pandemonium. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, to me, the the 12 and the concept of Hemitheos, which we learn from pandemonium, just fits together so well. And then you take into account that there's literal animals I mean, Dracula is there because he merged with a literal thing, like an animal, a, a vampire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just so on the nose. It 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 could be there or they could just ignore it. But I would love if they used it. I would love yeah. if Azem yeah. made them to be stewards of the world, to be the wardens of the world. Right. That'd be cool. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe they're all as We'll find out. Oh, <laughs> right. That's yeah, of it. it's. It is one of those things where, I mean, we, we'll all have different opinions on oh, what yeah. resonates the most with us, but there are a lot of just, like, little <gasps> things. What? <laughs> so, okay, somebody in chat said Azema gives uh, Vina vibes. She was also an Azim. She is an Azim mama. An Azima. <laughs> oh, are you thinking that maybe all of the 12 are different iterations of Azem? Or were made, hmm. like, or if, if you're, like you guys were saying, if as a mate the 12 they were probably inspired by somebody yeah or we don't even know yet what the process is of like passing this mantle right, right. Mm-hmm. like we know that at least from what we've heard in endwalker storytelling that most who then passed their title died Stop. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. but did so in like a ritualistic way in which they were like, and now I pass on this great power and you get this limiter placed on you and other good stuff. Mm -hmm. So it could be something where we almost see like an Avatar The Last Airbender-esque situation Mm -hmm. here. We don't know anything. (laughs) This is pure speculation. We are deep in tinfoil hat territory, but it could be something where like the different reflections of Azem or the different people that passed on Mm -hmm. that thing then like Azem themselves, if they were responsible for this in any way, shape, or form. Um, Azem themselves then almost brought to life various facets of their past existence, mm-hmm. which I actually think would be phenomenal and I would be super down for it because we had these weird leads, right? Like Azem yeah. in particular, Azem being related to the sun, a star figure, the color of Azem's mm-hmm. like icon being the same as the color of the stone that Azem gets. Azem. Azema. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that even they released that short story that went so far right. out of its way to tie in the idea of flames and grapes, wine mm-hmm. and grapes, and then we get, like, literally this journey to Azema's temple, Karn, where we have a temple dedicated to Azema, where at the end, what do you do? You place the iconography of grapes and fire on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that Oshan has, I think, strong imagery tied into Azem, at least as far as we know, the wanderer, Mm -hmm. uh, the person who kind of goes around and experiences the odd person out, I guess, of Mm -hmm. the rest. Um, So, like, I think that would be very interesting to -hmm. see something like that. And uh, it is also very suspect that Derek is so incredibly awkward about being around us specifically Mm -hmm. and really doesn't want to be left alone with us. And I'm like... 
is that because you think we'll figure you out? Like, yeah. like well, so so when you when you say that say it that way, uh, there is a screenshot that's been going around. Um, I believe it was from one of Amon's flashbacks in uh, Up in Ness's Law. There mm. is a character that is Derek's model. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Yeah, uh, I like this point that Chris came up with. Uh, Azema and Vinab both use dance weapons. Yep, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm sitting have... in that 24 man, looking at her dancer weapons, going, "Yoshipi, what of me?" I hope. Oh, come on, please, just give us that. <laughs> I mean, they could do something really cool, honestly. Where if if they reveal at the end of this, right, that like, yes, they are all a Zem. So I'm going to roll with this theory because sure, it's the yeah. one that I personally vibe with the most and think would be amazing. Um, but like, uh, also, I guess that would create some problems, though, with being technically att- super mega attracted to various versions of yourself. But they were individual people. So that mm-hmm. meant, OK, it's fine. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's, fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Either way. It's, just a, it's a title. It's fine. <laughs> it's a title. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Presidents can be in love. <laughs> like it would maybe kind of indicate like why after Vinat's presence presence faded, maybe mm-hmm. they had been triggered to do something, or you know if if RSM had consulted with Vinat mm-hmm. and then they approached mm-hmm. who of all people us and the people we know, right? So it could be them passing the torch in a sense to us, or or we're going to learn about this. And if at the very right. end we learn that they are all different Azems or something. They could do an incredible thing where in that last installment, they have the weapons for each of them that mm-hmm. we can then get. And like, I would lose my mind. I would be surprised if they did weapons so for a 24 man. <laughs> but this one could be so important. It's special. Yeah. You know? people, people complained about Nier. And if they if they learn from the things that people didn't like about Nier, they would bring it into the main story. Check. They would keep the cool mechanics. Check. They would make it a spectacle. Check. They would give us weapons at the end. Just saying, that's what everybody wanted. I just know Let's my see. book's going to be horrible, so that's fine. It's okay. I'm I'm ready. Aww, I'm back, back in my day. They originally intended for weapons to be a uh, yeah. with Crystal Tower. Uh, yep. We ended up we ended up getting those via different means, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to wait. I, and see. I would love if they gave us more of a reason to run these beyond just like, okay, now I run them once a week and I got my either eye level or the glam that I wanted and I'm done. And we have seen them play around with that a little bit more, adding, you know, obviously additional things, the 2B coffer, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So if there was something where even at the end you run them a whole bunch and then you can exchange those additional tokens for weapons, right. I would be running these all the time. <laughs> I would get every <laughs> single one. I love to hear my friends be like, oh, is it Tuesday yet? I want to run the 24 man again. Oh, yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> ah, it's so good. It, this is hands down my favorite 24 man. I always love the 24 mans, even when the story is terrible. Sorry, Nier. This one, the mechanics were great. Running them first thing in the morning when nobody knew what was going on was amazing. Oh, my God. I oh did Nalthal like six times, so I think, nutty. the first day. It was, it was awful. So <laughs> fun. And then the story on top of it is just some delicious, delicious strawberry ice. Just <laughs> We have to give a shout out, too, to the mechanic in the Nalthal fight where uh-huh. they... No, okay. No, no, no. The one before that, the, uh-huh. I'm guessing the you're saying no the to the balancing. I'm talking about the cloning. Yes! Because 
Um, honestly, I think one of the biggest things that you can play into when you're designing an MMO is the fact that players want to feel cool about being themselves. And the first time I ever encountered that in the game was Odin. When mm -hmm. somebody told me I was a little baby sprout and somebody was like, there's tension in the shroud. And I was like, cool. What is that? <laughs> and like, I got slaughtered a thousand times. And then somebody realized I was new and they were like, yeah, did you know that whoever gets the killing blow gets to be Odin for the next time? Mm -hmm. And since that day, years later, I have a dream that someday mm -hmm. I will be Odin. I, I <laughs> have, I have been Odin. Dream. I know you have, cool. and I'm so jealous. But I think like they gave us such a clever taste of that again in Naldal. And I have mm -hmm. been picked for it once, and I did not do any damage that phase because I was so busy taking screenshots. <laughs> um, but I just it's like... It's a debuff. I'm 100% guilty. I, w I will do the same thing if it ever happens to me. You're just going to oh, be I like... I don't mind that mechanic. Yeah, yeah, cool, it's me. The whole time. I don't yeah. mind that mechanic or the balancing. I just mind uh, the, the their balls. I just mind it. I'm just saying, as a caster, I mind the balls. I don't I mean, like them. Like, <laughs> the way that that model is. That, that comes out when differently. Your, when, your brother's face, yeah. when your brother's face is actually your balls, that's so yeah. awkward. It, it would have to be, you know? It would. Their torso turns, and the other's face ends up at the apex of the well, legs. Where are you gonna put the other face? And yeah, you drop, you know. Where are you gonna put it? I mean, There's center? only so much room on the torso. I, yeah. Really makes you makes it, you think just, a little bit more about when somebody says you have like a butt for a chin. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, to be fair, Chaos already won this award because he has a little tiny face on his crotch. If mm -hmm. you didn't notice it when you were running the Sigma Scape <laughs> yep. raids, he has a tiny little crotch face. Mm -hmm. And it always distracted me. When I was running, they just put so I, faces anywhere. They do. So I guess I just didn't mind it so much, but I will say that it did take me, I'll say an embarrassing amount of runs, but I actually think it was just like two to realize that they switch and then the color on top and the color in the background is you gotta do the opposite mm -hmm. on the mechanic. I, I just was so vibing and I was having so much fun. <laughs> I did not even pay attention to whose head was on top. <laughs> oh, the song. Do, do. The <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i can't let's... wait for the other ones if yeah. okay so like i'm really excited to get all the rest of lo this lore from this i'm excited to see all the gods and all the terrible shit they're gonna do to us and i am excited for the limsa and the gridania songs i just know they're gonna be so amazing after this old dust song <laughs> here's a question who do we mm -hmm. think the other caps like the like final big boss with songs will be I think Oshan's definitely going to be the last oh, one. Oh, sure. Right? Yeah. Limlane. That feels like a no-brainer. Yeah, Limlane's got to be, gotta be one of them, because really? Limsa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, Limsa. You think it's going to yeah. be specifically those ones? Yeah, because yeah. Nolta is so intrinsically old, oh, right? Mm -hmm. That would make, oh, what's the what's the name Nofica. of Nofica. 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they'll do Haloni as one. I, I just, Probably. I really... Mm -hmm. I want Haloni oh, so bad to be, I want her one, to crush me, and two, mm -hmm. to really get a shining moment. I have like, before the whole Azem thing and Azema, I almost always picked Haloni as my- Yeah, career. well, well, I mean, each each raid has four. Four yeah. times three is 12. So we're we're gonna yeah. get all of them. I mean- Yeah, it's just no, the I capstone. Just mean, yeah, the capstone. Yeah, because mm. yeah, there's not enough time to have all three original cities unless they put a second song in the last one. They could. I mean, they yeah. could do all three original cities. They just can't can't have Ishgard. Well, Oshan has to be the last one, I would guess. So, 
they would get their own song? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, if yeah. if if Oshan is is Derek, that's you yeah. know, or the monkey, Sunder monkey. We only fight eleven. Sun, Sunder monkey sounds like the best like superhero sidekick. I think I think uh, our last set is going to be ice and uh, wind. Yeah. I think I think Memphina is ice. Is she ice I or water? So. Oh, that's a good question. Chat, help me out. Yes. Either way. Because I, yeah. I think it's it's Memphina and Halone that are ice. Mm-hmm. And that would also be Oshan and Lemlane. And those are actually the, the characters who are probably the most important to Oshan. So yeah. having those two elements together, mm-hmm. which are the two at the back of the arena, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. would be perfect. But, that would, but then that would mean they would need to do two songs if you wanted a Limsa song. Oh, mm-hmm. no. That's what I'm saying. Cause and, it's, and, it's, and it's got to be a pirate shanty. Like, look, look, if if um, they're like, we need a song for Omega. How about like a variation of a sea shanty? We need a pirate shanty for this. Like there's. I'm also so curious. I'm so curious uh, if with Nofika, the elementals will play any role, because at least in lore, Nofika created the elementals. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's I'm so curious uh, they did show us at least with this particular quest, right? We went around to different locations. So afterwards uh, that were like relevant to each of the gods. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Nofika's Bower would make sense to me. That's uh, yeah. right where the Conjurer's Guild is. But yep. I would love to actually like know what in the what is truly up with the elementals. Yeah, and if they cool. tie into these somehow, um, because uh, again, like, they played a pretty instrumental role in shaping that entire region um, and were supposedly originally created by Nofika herself. Um, I'm also just really excited to see how hot Thaliak is. Sure. That's all. You know what I'm really excited <laughs> for? It's so hot, and I'm excited. I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's Ice and Wind, because uh-huh. having Halone, Memphina, Oshan, and Limlane in the same one would be significant for those mm-hmm. gods uh, when we know of them. But I really want to see... Halone and Nofika interact. So, so yeah. like, like Halone is like going to be one like hundred percent step on you energy. Mm-hmm. Nofika is going to be Lakshmi welcome into bosom Ta-da. mechanics. Like, yep. <laughs> can you 100%. imagine if Nofika uses Green Wrath on you? That would be so good. <laughs> like we, we haven't actually seen it since one point oh because mm-hmm. the elementals were so weakened by mm. the what happened so like oh my gosh please dissipate me dissipate <laughs> me into ether nofika like i just had a buffet already with this so, rain. are we gonna have to put <laughs> new so tags ready. on this podcast like what tags do we need this is this is the, this is the new meme it's just rook looking up at nofika saying yeah. what, what oh, shoot i already forgot this dissipate 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 me. Dissipate please dissipate me mommy that Lakshmi has nothing on Biragat's bosom. No. Put me in there. <laughs> Let me just rest there forever. Look, here's the thing. I am aggressively pansexual. So that means that every single one of these characters is just a gift to me <laughs> across the spectrum. They are all very good. And that's the biggest mm-hmm. takeaway that I have from this patch. And it's why I personally would rank the 24 man 15 out of 10. So you, we, we should yeah. do a show We're afterwards good. ranking the gods. Spoiler, they're all first place. Yeah. yeah, I specifically asked Fusion if we could change up our ranking system this time to put the 24 man in its own category. So I could give it a 24. Yeah. Yes. There we go. 12 Needless out of 10. to say, we really uh-huh. like the 24 man. 
is yeah. so good, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait for the next one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely they they learn from their their near mistakes, so mm-hmm. I'm happy. Uh, okay, it was a near miss. Ha! I'm sorry. Uh, except, except, dear, uh, 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 totally, totally missed, striked out in my book. Anyway, I'm sorry. So, I'm yeah. No. Bye. No. Just, <laughs> oh, thank you, Aldino. I liked the. You know what? I like the fights. I like the actual fights from near. But uh, mm-hmm. now that we have this, I'm so grateful. This is yeah. already so good. Yeah. So good. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, the stuff. The stuff running. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just one last thing. If you tried like, to running do it. around. I know running around. And doing the quest after the 24 man is sometimes annoying, especially with the near. This time I was like, I'm done. There's not more. Ah, more. Sorry. Well, I mean, with, I mean, with, with this, right. Versus near, like near was like, (laughs) go. I hate you so much. Um, (laughs) Near took you back into the areas, right. Which it was something new, right? Like you can't Mm -hmm. hate, like give them flack for trying something new yeah. uh this time they kind of were like give you gave you like a little mini world tour with with the 12 so like it was that was kind of like that version of it so that was mm. that was fine um but let's go ahead let's let's move into some gameplay stuff uh i mean we already talked a little bit about 24 man we love the mechanics very good mm-hmm. um pvp yeah oh, pvp we already talked about this too but can we just oh my god some more this is this is the oh. review show we got to talk about the pvp yeah uh honestly very the good PvP, the <laughs> pvp for me like I loved so many of the other components of the gameplay mm-hmm. of this patch, but the PvP itself like automatically took this ranking to a 10 for me. Like, I think the dungeon could have been garbage, and I still, because of the PvP, would have probably given it a 10. I it's it's just like this has radically changed a portion of the game, reinvigorated a portion of the mm-hmm. game, as we were talking about, so we won't get like too detailed about it again. You can listen to the PvP uh, podcast that we did with Brian to really get the full yeah. nitty-gritty on this. Right. But I have seen this community come to life. I have seen content creators like Brian, who were focused on PvP, suddenly have unprecedented numbers, where before they would get like almost constant, just like smarminess from people, like, why did we mm-hmm. do even stream PvP in this game? Yeah. It's yuck. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm going to calm down. <laughs> and, I mean, I, and honestly, like, we're we're part of that. Like, anytime PvP has come up before this patch, we're like, oh, PvP, cool, moving yeah, on. Yep. Yeah. And this has just changed everything. Mm-hmm. And they've already done balancing patches. There are some bigger discussions about MMR and other stuff that maybe needs to be taken yeah. into account as they continue to develop it. Yeah. But, like, this was a phenomenal and unexpected revision to this system that has made me primarily play pvp for multiple weeks now they they got mm-hmm. me to play ranked pvp that <laughs> it, that's how you know that they did good um oh my gosh. you know so yeah the other the other night uh the other raid night we we've started clearing everything on the first day so the second day we did some stuff people wanted to do and then at the end of the night it was like we got six minutes left. You guys want to do some PvP? And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just went over time doing PvP. Nice. Yeah, it's it's uh, good. I, I like the way that they, they condense stuff. A lot a lot of the jobs mm-hmm. have like really great like identity now in PvP. I feel this is uh, the, I was gonna give gameplay a much, much lower score, but PvP is the thing that saved it because the jobs actually feel like they're supposed to in PvP. Yeah. I think that we're moving in the opposite way in pve i'm not gonna harp on that just yet but in pvp it's amazing Maybe people you learn. feel very good about your job and it's such a great identity and i don't know it flows unless so well. you're a dancer yeah actually <laughs> i want to say aldino 
I actually do want to hear you talk more about hmm. the PVE element of why, you know, you ranked it lower. Because as I was reading through, mm -hmm. I, although I gave a 10 on yeah. gameplay, right? Because I do think there were so many things that were so good. As I was reading through all of the feedback that we had given, um, seeing your comments about that, it, I did actually agree in a sense. Hmm. Um, it's it's so hard. I uh, And this is like something we can do an entire episode on, but right. I do think it's important yeah. to talk about because I do think that the class identity and like granted, they are able to cater specific things in PVP right. in a certain way to a certain play style and smaller scale of content than in mm -hmm. PVP where there is a much broader range of stuff. There are obviously set roles and niches that have to be filled. There's balancing around everything from casual to end game mm -hmm. content. So like, I understand why we've gotten the way that we have, but seeing how much fun it has been to have these really distinctive play styles. And then I went back to Astrologian because I've been leveling Astrologian again. And I had been starting to make like peace with it myself yeah. recently where I was like, oh, maybe it is still fun and blah, blah, blah. I don't have to be so sad about how it changed from like Stormblood, Astrologian. This is fine. And then I went back to it and I had this moment where I was like, oh, no, it really does feel like I've lost a lot of class mm -hmm. identity. Like now mm -hmm. that I think about it, like granted, it's fine. And I still am actually having fun, you mm -hmm. know, but I did have that realization too. So all of that to say, I want to hear you talk more about it and your thoughts. Sure. And feelings on it. Sure. I, I think that uh, Astrologian is like one of the biggest ones. I mean, the shield and pure healer reorganization really shows it because there's a lot of flavor lost and sage sage is just scholar it is just scholar like it just it has all the same stuff i mean it's it's but we get cool like pew pew sounds and stuff cardia is just your fairy healing it's just that it's just that's all it is it yeah. really is they can't really break out of that mold because of the way that they've done it and you know i gotta give a shout out to machinist out there you you've been where you are for many expansions now since you started almost and it's like i mean yeah you've got a lot of identity it's cool but you don't have the oomph that you should and it, it's really interesting to me the way that they've balanced it i mean samurai mains out there also you get a shout out this patch specifically yeah because yes <laughs> you know they made it a little bit easier that's not a bad thing to do but it really takes out that flavor of weaving that into there the the differentiation of a great player versus a good player and i really think that you have to keep that and we're seeing it go away now i play summoner 6.0 summoner is very flashy and it is fun to play but it is also not that difficult to play i'm being i'm mincing my words here right <laughs> let but it loose al do you know before you... there's a level of optimization that you've just lost and i've seen just so many people myself included respond like i don't really want to play this anymore like i just i wish it was back to what it was without the jeng but i just see this trend of let's make it easier let's uh remove that top level of of the skill ceiling raise up that skill floor that's cool, but the skill ceiling has to stay that high because it's aspirational. You need to want to get up there. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's just, it, it's a trend that I don't like seeing. Uh, ninjas also, I mean, you're punished, but also rewarded because of the way trick attack was changed. Now, instead of like a, you know, one, 
10% buff that you give to everybody. You have a personal 15 and everybody else gets the 10. It's cool. You made out like bandits, but a lot of ninjas are like, why did you even need to change it though? Right? It's, it's only because there was an extra layer of optimization that they kind of stripped out. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't like to see it. And, you know, PvP is a different beast, right? It's a completely different beast. It's balanced differently. And PvE and PvP should be separate. 100%. Yeah. But, like, you just see more of that 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 flavor in PvP right now. And I, I, I don't like that trend. Now, the Dark Knight change. Oh, man, was that... That was mm. important to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yes. Living Dead. Thank goodness. And it's still thematic, and it's still great, and you can still die horribly. So that's fine. Like, that's good. But yeah, overall job changes for PvE, I have not really liked most of them since the beginning of the ex- expansion. Like, that's just what it is. And yeah. nothing has really changed. So it seems like that's where they want it to be. And I don't like it. That's fair. So. Yeah, yeah. I feel it. It's it's something to me where, I mean, and I think we always, when we discuss these sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. And especially given, like, the sometimes overbearing presence yes. of uh like high-end players sure. or things like that where they may really push like you know you have to get good at this or do good at this mm-hmm. um the idea of a skill ceiling on a class right like there is a way to have a skill ceiling that allows room for growth exploration and improvement in a class mm-hmm. without necessarily being prohibitive to players right like if you are doing the vast majority of content in this game you could be fumbling 90% of your rotation oh, yeah. and it wouldn't really matter. Like, let's just be honest. And like, that's mm-hmm. fine. That's mm-hmm. good because we all need those stepping stones to learn, to get comfortable, uh, to, you know, build up our own knowledge and then engage if we want. Right. But I do think that having a range of, of nuance, right. Where it's like, yes, now if I'm going to be playing this high end content, mm-hmm. I want to know that I can grow and immerse and have my brain still really like, Oh, what about this? And Oh, what if I do this? And then I try that and There's I put sparkles. this together you and can I put it? Yes. yes. Like, because to me, that's what, that's the difference for me between yeah. a class that like I enjoy picking up and a class mm-hmm. that like I have a, like almost a relationship with mm-hmm. right. and I grow with it and I learn with it. And like, it doesn't always mean that it has to be the most complex, like, you know, like I'm playing piano. Like, it can literally just be something that's more straightforward, but that has good synergies, that has good, you know, optimization, that has good, right? So all of this to say, like, having classes that have that, I do think is important. And it used to be that we had a bit of range with it, where, you know, Mm -hmm. some of the classes, like they said, these are meant to be a little bit more. Obviously, that caused some problems where they were like, well, if you're working harder for the same potencies, then we need to bring it down. Then there were also problems with, is this even accessible for new players? It's like, on one hand, I personally love the Summoner rework because I think thematically it works so much better. It's beautiful. Yes, Mm. but at the same time, I agree with you in that when I've played it long term, there are even moments like the Ifrit jump in where I'm like, why is this in here? Like, it seems like I should have more to do with this like red mage like where i'd have a mm-hmm. combo i would do here and then i would like you know it's like a lot of times i found even just running through stuff i'd lunge in as a caster and then be like this is the last place i want to be <laughs> and then like try to run out so it's like to me it's one of those things where and with astrologian which is my main experience with it right um i i really 
even to this day, even with the changes, even with a little seal game that they put in, mm -hmm. sure, it's still fun and it still works well. And yeah. again, like, I don't want to like say anybody shouldn't enjoy it because there are things to enjoy about oh, it. Yeah. But when I think about the class fantasy, the identity, the fun I used to have making all of those mm -hmm. micro decisions, like I'm going to hold this, I'm going to burn that, I'm going to get this, like even just being able to play the cards without me being in combat, nothing irks <laughs> me more than like, here's my seal and my tank is in combat two feet away from me and I put it on them and it doesn't count on my meter and I'm like, like, and then we got PVP version of Astrologian and it's like, what do the cards do? Different things. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, ah! Okay. And yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, the fun of the job is the most important thing, sure. But there has to be another layer. I really Everybody's believe fun in is that. Different too. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. There, there has to be that layer of, of mastery, right? I, I really believe in that. In, in a game, any game. I mean, it doesn't matter what game you're playing. There are people who are grandmasters of Tetris. Yes, it's very easy. There are very easy rules. <laughs> but there's a way to become a master, right? Yeah. And it's really. I don't know. It's that aspirational content that you're looking for. And some people don't care, really mm -hmm. don't care, especially in a game where you can just change jobs anytime you feel like and, and find a better one. Yeah. But it's something that's intrinsically something that I want to do. A, a lot of people mm -hmm. do. That's why theory crafting exists. And we don't need to talk about meta because meta is always stupid. doesn't matter. As long as you clear it, you clear it. But you have to be able to give people that fun in so many different ways. And I think we're just going in the going in a direction that i don't enjoy i'm not mm -hmm. saying that everyone has to not enjoy it as well that's just me all all of this having been said yeah crumple all of this discussion and that's fine pvp i think by making yes. it simpler they get more people into it which is what pvp yes. needed uh well, yes. but here's the thing though they simplified but not at the cost of identity mm -hmm. or, yeah. or or clever ideas right like or mastery yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, or mastery, because the way by simplifying these sets, it feels like the impact of each individual ability is far greater. And the way that they built those strengths around specifically mm -hmm. this new pacing, this new gameplay, the way that yeah, they then injected class yeah. flair into it. Like, to me, I actually have found um, optimizing White Mage, for example, yeah. in PvP with a third of the abilities to be far more interesting yeah. than yeah. optimizing white mage in end game content. Exactly. Uh, again, not to say that I don't enjoy playing in both, but the creativity in which I can use, and some of that comes from the nature of PVP, right? Mm -hmm. You are playing against people. So the ways that you can counter them, even using a smaller kit, it really depends on that back yeah. and forth, your ability to read them, all the different things that are going on, right? So like, of course, there's some element of that. That. But even with those simplified skill sets that I think people can pick up really mm -hmm. easily, there is so much to dig into with like, all right, how do I use this when? When does it make a difference? What's right. the optimal timing? When would I do that? Like, can I use these together? Does it get, and that's the same kind of design mentality that does need to be present in PVE content too. That little click the sparkles mm -hmm. in the brain like you were saying exactly. that, you mm -hmm. know? yeah it's it's not that you can't master like there there is mastery in all the jobs in pve but we're reducing how much your 
your way to play, the way that you optimize matters. And mm-hmm. that sucks. Like for people who really like that tweaking that, oh, well, maybe next time I'm going to do a little different. Doesn't really matter as much now. And, and that that is sad to me that it's it's starting to go away. Yes, there's there's a lot of it in PvP. But PvE is such a huge part of this game. You yeah. have to do your rotation in, in every story content. Like in the 24 man, you're doing your rotation. I'm like I'm really hoping that, that some of the stuff that they've done with PvP uh, yes. just Bubble in terms of yeah, fun and and identity. I hope that some of that bleeds over into PvP yeah. PvE at some point, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this is neither here nor there on, on this discussion exactly. Um, but the the very small change they did to Dancer. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. There were many, 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 many times where I would butt up against my my big burst, and I would have just a just one proc sitting there, and I'm like, I have to get rid of you. It's going to push everything back, or I have to throw you to the wind and waste you. Terrible. And the change that they made, made makes it so that procs you get by hitting your buttons are separate from the procs you get when you hit Flourish. So when you're done doing your uh, little, little burst thing, your old proc is still sitting there mm-hmm. under the, the new one you That's got. That's nice. It's so good. It's such a, just yeah. a little teeny tiny change. I wouldn't even know that they would be able to do that. It's so wonderful. But now, it's, it's, it just makes me think that they're paying attention to what mm-hmm. people are saying about what's dumb about jobs, and I just hope for that. I, I mean, but then you get like the Dragoon change where it's like jump turns into Mirage Dive after you use jump, and it's like, yeah, yeah. some of the changes. Thank were, like, you, I don't question that. mark. Yeah. There's also something that we haven't even mentioned that mm-hmm. I just remembered. I was playing Bard recently, and if oh, I'm yeah. speaking incorrectly on this, somebody tell me. But I kept having this weird issue where I was like, why can't I use one of my songs? And I was basically on a rotation where it was just two songs, and I would yeah, like look broken. at the button, and I was like, where is the button? I don't understand. I Did they fix this with the ultimate yes. patch? They did. Are you sure? Are you yes. positive? Yes. Okay. Because, like, I have not played Bard. I played Bard right before the Ultimate patch, but then obviously I've been casting Ultimate all this week, and I, you know, have played here and there, but it was most of a poofy. People so, play uh, video games? Yes. Weird. But yeah. there was this bug that was there for an embarrassingly long time. Because it was a completely I completely unnecessary change to, like, you don't need this. Yes. Because it doesn't apply to mm. any of the other songs. Right. The, the change that happened is, I uh, forget the forget the freaking song name, but it turns into the procs you get for it, the pitch perfect procs. So whatever mm-hmm. that first song is that you use. Mm-hmm. And it the glitch was that it wasn't changing back and you couldn't use your other songs or you, you couldn't use that one again because it was stuck and it was just very broken. You, Bard was unplayable for those however It long. actually was. And I took it into a couple of the 24, I took it into 24 man run on stream. And I was like thrown while I was trying to talk and play because I kept trying to hit this. And I was like, (laughs) it was this weird game of like, can I click it right now? Can I click it right now? And I couldn't use my final like, uh, you know, DPS up for everybody ability because I literally could not get the song to proc because it was just stuck on this other thing. (laughs) And then somebody said, oh yeah, it's a bug. And I was like, why is there not a hotfix for this? Like, this is actually impossible for me to play. Like, I was having entire stretches where I just yeah. could not play an entire part of what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It was Since so Chat, weird. Uh, has reminded us that it's Wonders Minuet. That was yeah. Like, okay. Yes, Lick and Mac. 
Yeah. It was so bizarre. Um, so they did fix it. That's very good to hear. But yeah. it's also something to weigh in on this. Um, it's just, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. It was a weird yeah. bug. Just let it be in there for, for as long as it was. I think. The amount of but, kind of like weird things that have kind of been slipping in lately is yeah. is surprising. In terms yeah. of like things that didn't get caught or fixed previously. And it's mm-hmm. like, what is going on over there? <laughs> well, I mean, I understand in that they're is a lot they're doing there's a lot that they're doing right now yeah, right like sure. there's so much and even like implementations of systems which we're going to talk about here as we move, you know, right. move on eventually but um yeah. like these new systems and all these overhauls they've been doing i don't i don't want to like undermine the amount of work because they have oh, no. Yeah. No, so no no no, much. no. um and, but and there's some there thought in that things. yeah there's some thought in that a lot of this simplification or streamlining is to then continue to build for the next 10 years and that makes sure. sense it does but in the moment for an entire expansion, that does not feel great. You know, that's mm-hmm. just the way that it is. Yeah. yeah. And I got even more apprehensive when we recently heard Yoshida say, oh, we still know Astrologian is too complicated. So we're going to yeah. cut that. Down. And uh, I was like, what? No, yeah. He said it in an interview recently. And I was like, yeah. no, Yoshi P. The no. only thing about Astro right now talking that to? Makes, me like it, yeah, makes me like it more than White Mage is that you took the he, they took the complication away from the cards 100%. The rest yeah. of the, the abilities are more complicated. I like that. I like that you have to think about when you're going to use mm-hmm. these things. Please don't make that stupid. Please don't do that. Yeah. No. And it's a fine line. You know, there there are changes that make it more simple but also less annoying and flow better. Yes, but there are changes that just remove part of what made the job yeah. interesting and then you don't get it back and i mean i you know i remember when heaven's word came out they referred to astrologian machinist and dark knight as advanced jobs advanced yeah what the hell happened to that <laughs> that's long <laughs> gone now yeah yep but you know i mean there have been good things and other things but hopefully like you said i really am hoping that it is them streamlining so mm-hmm. that as they continue to introduce other things like the base foundation is more streamlined right. for each class. Fingers crossed. I mean, they're yeah. not afraid to overhaul things large scale. No, so we'll all. just see how it keeps going and, you know, give your feedback. That's all we can you ever know, do with players. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm never any sort of caster ranged again, I'll be fine. Yeah, same. <laughs> caster I know people like caster bard. I don't know why. But. No. So, <laughs> so kind of segueing in a little bit, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, about PvP, mm-hmm. PvP is great. There's a lot of really cool things about it. One of the things I don't like is how do you win in overtime? Mm-hmm. There's a if, couple different right. ways. So, yeah, you know, and, and, and I, I've been thinking about this for a while and I saw a, a Reddit thread pop up the other day. I'm like, yeah, how the hell do you read that UI? <laughs> If somebody knows, tell me, because if you look at it, like the the team names are always like in the same spot. So I'm like, which team am I? I don't remember. And then there's like there's like three or four different percentages listed all Mm -hmm. like in a PvP match. You shouldn't have to spend so much time trying to like decipher UI. It should be Mm -hmm. very clear what is happening and what you need to do to win. Um, There um, there are indicators but i agree in that especially yeah. too because i just recently commentated uh a couple, <laughs> yeah I, I commentated a tournament which was so much fun it was great to do but even i while commentating had some trouble identifying at a quick glance who was what on what team um i mean obviously the the clearest thing is that 
your party list, the background of your party list will be the color of the team you're on. Yes. So if your okay. party list has blue behind it, you're blue. If it has mm -hmm. red, you're red. Um, and with overtime, it's kind of funny to me because I played Overwatch for so long. Sure. So Overwatch had the same things in it with these payloads that you were pushing, right? Um, or, you know, these different sorts of, you know, the quantifiers. What makes it a little bit more complicated here is that um, obviously you have a smaller arena and it's this like back and forth with these very limited checkpoints. So part of this is just learning the game mode, right? Sure. Mm -hmm. Your number one priority in this mode is always to get it the farthest, mm -hmm. not even necessarily getting it to the end goal. It is always to push it the farthest. So up on that top bar in the colors, you can't actually see the percentage of distance that your team has pushed the crystal. So if you are at 30% and the enemy team is at 50% pushed and you go into overtime, right? What will determine this match? Who pushed it farther? The enemy team did. So you have to, in overtime, push it further before the match ends. But then also stay mm -hmm. on it. Well, because if you right. move off of it, you're not pushing it. Right. So, like, again, you have to think about the fact that it is always about who mm -hmm. has pushed yeah. it and is pushing it. So you can contest on the point, which means that neither side is directly pushing. You can clear the point, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? But yeah. a lot of people who aren't familiar with this kind of game mode just don't know the language of, like, of sure. that, right? So yeah. it is something that's confusing. Even if they just had, like, when they do that little intro thing where they, like, walk you through the game mode, yeah. even if they just said really clearly, like, remember that your goal is to get it the farthest. Yeah, so just, just making it, just, to, <laughs> just simplifying it, like, a little bit more would be nice. Um, another... There's, there's the factor uh, where uh, if you are losing... And please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. This is this is a perception that I got rather than me having actually sure. done research. I think if you are losing until you get your crystal past the other point, you don't have to have the whole team on or the yes. uh, the winning the winning team doesn't have to have a person on there. It, that, that doesn't automatically make them lose. Sometimes yes. if yes. a team is completely off, you automatically lose. But if you are if you are the team that's losing and pushing, if the winning team is not on the point, it's OK for them until you push their crystal past their percent. Yes, yeah, the easiest always... way. Yeah, go oh, on, I'm go sorry. On. The no, easiest go. way is if you're losing, you have to push it further. If you're winning, just keep them off for three seconds. If you keep them off yeah. for three seconds, you win. That's it. Those okay. are the yeah. win conditions. If you're losing, push it further than them. If you're winning, keep them off. That's it. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I would like that to be presented a little more simpler. Um, yeah. One of the other one of the other issues that I've heard of, I haven't experienced this for myself. My wife plays with a controller. Uh, the UI for controller users is Garbo. It's awful. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's so hard to switch out of that. Well, in the other part, too. Right. Once you do it, once you finish a match, you have this huge ass result screen that probably <laughs> covers like 99 percent of players commendation pop up. So yeah. they need to they need to adjust something. I don't know if it's like with the layering or whatever, but it's hard to navigate with that on controller. Um, same thing with like getting in, in in the PVP menus, navigating, getting to that serious screen and stuff. Not really great with the controller. Um, so that's mm. kind of surprising that that would be complicated. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so those, those are my are my my little grapes with PVP. I think it could be yeah. a little simpler, especially when they're trying to get it to a new audience. Right. For PVP oh. modes. Mm -hmm. I really, really want 
automatic buttons to target the other players. You can make them with <laughs> macros, as Charles mm -hmm. taught me the other yeah. day. But I would love it if they're just like built in somewhere. Yeah. That would be nice. Um, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. There's so many good things about this. I mean, the thing is, is that we have a really solid new mode to then refine, right? Yes. So yeah. they already did a bit of balance changes, which I think were really mm -hmm. good. Um, some of the things that I've heard even talked about that, you know, they, they have been on top of actually uh, reporting even uh, uh, cheaters or poor sports or um, bots, yeah. things yes. like that. Yeah. That also is a huge part of PvP and or like the, the life and um, quality of life for PvP mm -hmm. players. So mm -hmm. they have been very clear about that. Yoshida-san even released a statement this past week. So everybody, if you get bitten by the salt bug, do not... <laughs> Spam nice job sarcastically for half the match in chat because it is something that can get you banned or suspended. Mm -hmm. So, so like, full full disclosure, I have so accidentally I have accidentally spammed my chat commands when trying to hit another button. And I think and I'm gonna go ahead and say it, the chat system sucks. It's nice to have these quick one button things, but at the end of the day, especially from somebody and I know there's a bunch of other people out there that have been stuck in bronze because they get matched with I love everybody idiots. <laughs> like you want to be able to say don't do this don't rush there's no buttons for that so that's sure. gonna it's part of that is matching issues right yeah. they need to maybe match better with ranks or something but like you really i feel like you do need better communication tools in these modes especially when people are trying to learn it because you can't try and like teach people how to play it with hello nice job like <laughs> Well, I mean, push the crystal, fall back, retreat. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel that they do need a couple more. And in the case of, oops, I accidentally spammed something three times, there is a sorry button. Oh. There is, yeah. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. What I really want... Okay, go ahead. I was going to say that the sorry button has given rise <laughs> to mm -hmm. a really bizarre one. I've seen so many people get really frustrated about that. Nice job. Nice job. That does not even bother me. I played, like we all know, like I've said, I played mm -hmm. Overwatch for a long mm -hmm. time. I've heard some things. The one that drives me nuts, and I don't know what this is. Maybe I can blacklist this player and then I won't get queued with them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say who it is, but there is somebody that I cannot escape in PvP who every time when we come into a match, I don't know if they think it's funny. There's probably much more going on with them than is I it people can that just spam stuff to. at the beginning. Well, this is somebody who every time we come into a match, everybody says hello, and then they spam sorry. And it has this. Bup, 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 yeah, bup, I've gotten that it. match a few times where they just spam the same message, and it's just like, why? Well, like you're I not. Just, like, uh, there's something about the story in particular that immediately just it, it immediately. I don't know what it is. It just immediately mm -hmm. your undermines the yeah, and like the entire energy of the match because it feels like they're already coming in and like. I don't know, just putting this weird funk on it. Like, oh, sorry, I'm going to be so bad. And like, I just like, it drives me nuts to the yeah. point where when I'm queuing, I've tried to queue in the morning to avoid them. I've tried to queue in the middle of the day to avoid them. I've tried to like, it just irks me. And if I see that they get queued into a match with me, I will just, I'm like, I'll stay, I'll do the match, but then I'll stop playing PVP for the day because I'm like, personally, this drives me up the wall. My personal rant aside, <laughs> you know, like, same person. I don't know. I can't well, escape. You know. You know what you do. You know what you do. And I and I did this. I did this while trying to rank up too. If you're getting matched with people that just aren't doing good for you, right? Not what you want to get matched with. Wait like two minutes. 
Fusion, it doesn't work with this person. I have been cued. I will literally be cued into a match with them over and over. I'll get up and leave. I'll come back five minutes. I am still cued. Five minutes. Them. Five minutes. I Come back in like three minutes. They'll have queued with somebody else. You won't get matched with them for a little bit again. <laughs> it doesn't work. I've tried everything, Fusion. I yeah. am telling you, this person is like my personal curse. Then a GM is trolling you. That's all it can be. I don't know what to say. I cannot escape them, and I've tried everything. I oh, woke man. up at 8 a.m. to not get queued with them, and they were there spamming. Sorry. <laughs> I just like. It's a bot. It's it's a demon bot. It's after you. I don't know what it is. You know what I yeah. really want for a button. This is like a horror story. Like Rook goes into the supermarket and, the and she's was like left on the door handle. It came from inside the house. Rook Rook is just like at what the at the supermarket doing? going to reach cereal, and somebody else reaches for it at the same time and just looks right at her. Sorry. <laughs> I just and like, she just like. I'm <laughs> I think maybe I've been driven to this point because of the sheer just amount of times. But I will say this, that I think that my ridiculous story aside, they're they I think they do need to take a look at the matchups. Yes. There are mm -hmm. times where it feels like I am getting just inordinately cued with like the exact same group of people against the exact same group of people. Mm -hmm. And it could be because of time of day, but this game mode is so busy. And like mm -hmm. within the next immediate queue, I will have like a different team, but like whether that's hidden MMR rating, which I think can mm -hmm. really help in regards to like the actual data of your numbers and the amount that you're doing yeah. and things like that to get paired with players who are more on par with that, that helps both ways, not only to get paired with the players that are more within your category, but also to not crush new players that are just trying things out. Yeah. Like, but it does seem like there are times where, and as people have even discovered, right? Like, although technically you can't queue as a team, if you and somebody else sit together and you're on a Discord call and you count down three, two, one, and you both hit Q at the same time, mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, you are going to be put in the same match, oftentimes on the same team. Yeah. So even with that, there are moments where I feel like there are duos I'm encountering where I'm watching them get these combos on me and like move around where I'm going, I think you came into this together. I just mm -hmm. get this sense from mm -hmm. having played against a lot of teams, like in a lot yeah. of other games that you are paired I, and you are doing my together. my guess too. Yeah. I mean, because I I've had issues and I you know and I've I've been pretty loud about it on Twitter for at least a little bit while <laughs> I was stuck in bronze forever. Um, I I think probably initially right the the way that the matching is set up is they probably wanted it a little loose because they weren't sure how it would be received right. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think now that we know. It's is good. People like yeah. this. I think second series, I think they'll be able to tighten up the matching a little bit. So you won't get, you know, platinum ranking people mixed with gold players or something like that. Um, so hopefully that that's that's something they can fix, because I think, too, for a lot of people that can be a, a, a deterrent being stuck in, in a rank for so long and feeling like they're not making any progress at all. Um, can be really off-putting, and then that removes more people from the queue. So, mm -hmm. it's it's definitely a, a fine dance that they need to play when they they set up the the matching algorithms and stuff. But hopefully, that's something that they can they can do something about. I am guilty of being one of those people that will do the three, two, one and queue with friends <gasps> just because I, I want to play with my friends. Yeah, but, but I usually I usually totally go fair. with like yeah I usually go with like 
seven to nine friends. So it's almost like we've made a custom match anyway. I yeah. did one day queue with my RP partner uh, 11 times and we were only in the same team one time. <laughs> Just yep. one time. Yeah. There was a lot of murdering each other. Yeah, well, and um, I see here we, in the chat, actually a point that I wanted to mention, Toy Christopher says, if you're stuck in a rank, doesn't yeah. that kind of mean that's the rank you belong in? And I think there is something definitely to be said, right, about um, one, just like the actual progression of a mode like this, right? Yes. If you are playing ranked, there really is no guarantee, nor do I really believe that there should be, that you will climb to the top Correct. at the end of the season. Absolutely. Right? But the difference that I would say that does differentiate this <clears throat> Sorry, I've been sick this week. My voice is a little bit rough. Uh, but the thing that differentiates this is that I don't care if I lose, if I do feel like generally we were about on par, right? And how you like clarify this can be kind of difficult, right? But mm -hmm. people having a fundamental understanding of the game mode, the back and forth of the mode, um, how their roles might play, somebody who, you know, you're in diamond rank or crystal rank or, you know, who like... Mm -hmm plunges in and goes halfway across the map and can't get healed and doesn't do anything. Sometimes that's a strategy. Sometimes it's clearly they just don't understand the back and forth of various right. things that are yeah. happening. Like, so that's where something like that hidden MMR helps, I think, right? Because we do want it to all be an indication of, of essentially skill level, right? Yep. And those mm -hmm. different skill thresholds do have different kinds of um, challenges and play styles and compositions that you might see be run. Um, and I actually do think overall that the PvP has a pretty good progression in the way that they've done this and with win streaks and stuff like that. Um, I actually think it does feel much more achievable to get to a higher rank in 14 than it did, especially because you can't go beneath tiers that you have achieved. I and appreciate it's a great thing that. And a problem. It's, okay. It's a great thing and a problem. And that might, that is why some people are in ranks that they should not be. Mm. because you can't fall out and if you get a lucky win streak you're diamond forever and you're gonna stick there if you can't yeah you can well, get until the next there. season until the next yeah season. exactly that's a fair season, that's just, a fair point too yeah i mean i've been in matches where um when i was trying to get out of bronze it would be like uh you know four bronze players and one silver person versus four silver people and one bronze person and it's yeah. like i don't feel like this is evenly matched so uh, there's there definitely needs to be some 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 improvements yeah. on it, but I don't want. I'll be real. I'll be real. I don't actually want them to remove being able to go. Under, yeah. Like I actually like it because one of the most disheartening things for me ever, God, mm -hmm. when I was doing competitive Overwatch, mm -hmm. was the fact that I would put so many hours in to try and get to a rank, and then I'd make it there, and then three dumb matches could take it from yep. me. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. And that put a level of stress and anxiety on each match that I truly do not want to have to experience again, because nothing would make me spiral more than sitting there and going like, if we don't make it in this match, I lose the thing I have been working for yeah. all season. Correct. And like those like pervasive thoughts, it was so terrible. So like mm -hmm. on one hand, I would rather see this than not. But I do think Same. it's kind of clever that, like, in Crystal, at the very least, it does go more to an individual skill player-based right. kind of thing, right? So where you get into that top 100 listing and stuff like that, um, it's not all wholly dependent on teams. I think even maybe from Diamond and above, if they can work out the matching system a little bit better, if they can get something like MMR, if yes. they can 
diversify the cues a little bit more and randomize a bit more, um, then I do feel like even from Diamond and above, they could remove something like Wind Streaks, and I would still be fine with that. Where it's like, hey, you've hit Diamond, now you don't get the double stars from Wind Streaks, but because our system is a little bit better behind the scenes, right? Again, in theory, mm -hmm. it's something where like you're mm -hmm. not going to slide below, but it would be more skill based, skill matchup, and then you get to Crystal and you get more into that again, yeah. even individualized. I think that would be a good change just from my yeah. experience. Yeah, because at this point, you could have a 60, maybe 60% win rate. And if you're kind of unlucky, you could never get out. Yeah. Uh, and that's fine. But you can also get stuck with a 0%. I mean, with, with the way that I've rate. been getting, like, I got, I finally got into gold. I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'd be back in bronze right now if I could be demoted. Like, it's just, I've, <laughs> it's just not been, not been, been, been good with me. But, um, oh. To answer a question really fast, MMR yeah. is matchmaking ranking, matchmaking ranking, uh, and it's a number calculated for each player. So an individual player skill basis to match them that with like similar players of skill in PVP modes and games. Um, that can be like the numbers and things that you see at the end of a match, right? Amount of damage, amount of kills, amount of assists, uh, amount of healing, amount of however they would decide to codify. Se and of secret maths in the background. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like there are going to be some matches where things, you know, go really poorly and you really don't have a chance to perform. Mm -hmm. There are going to be some matches where you just doofed and your numbers are low. But overall, I think most of us will notice that there's like usually a general certain baseline that we kind of achieve around um, yeah. with healing or with whatever component. So it's a way to, again, match players that might be making a big difference in their matches, but their team overall might have lost. Mm -hmm. Um, I really just, I want to, they should let us be able to type one sentence at the beginning of a match so that <laughs> I can tell, I can tell the guy with the really great glamour, oh, your glamour's so good, or oh, I really like it's, your name. You know, it's, it's funny, because I mean, I remember, you know, back when they, when they made this change for the feast, and right at the time, it's like, oh, that seems kind of dumb, but like, none of us gave a shit about PvP, so we really didn't think about it. But now that we're doing PvP again, we're like, That's not true. Hmm. We definitely talked about the time about how it was very good and very bad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would love if they put something in like we got in Overwatch. Eventually they put in these kinds of um, like props or kudos kind of things mm -hmm. where you'd have one that's like great shot caller or great blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And with like with the adventurer plates and even with the commendation system, I think it'd be really cute if they put something in where like we were talking about like where those plates come up even in PVE content yes. at the end. And then you could see something where like, I don't know, maybe they would all count as a commendation in some I would way, love to see them use for a commendation but, screen. Like, if you had even something on there that was just like, you know, great gameplay or cute card or cute, like, like yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, if they or... use those on accommodation screen, that is what it would be for. It's it's not, oh, oh you did so yeah. good. And it's like, oh, that is like the best adventure card I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that by having those different types of kudos, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. um, like that would encourage people to even think about like, why do I give a commendation? Because a lot of times players might not, they're like comment, like they're brand new and they're like, what is a commendation? <laughs> like yeah. mm -hmm. I click them. Okay. I did it enough. I got, I guess I got an achievement. Get experience. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about too, um, mm -hmm. getting into this, uh, and I, and I kind of talked about this before things getting past maybe QA or testing or bugs or something. Okay. Housing, we already know about that was a mm -hmm. big oops. 
what section are we in right now? Are we still in gameplay or have we moved? I think, I think we're kind of moving. I think we're moving a little bit. Let's move on. So the next category being presentation Right. That's kind of what I was getting at with like the UI for PvP, but then us happened. <laughs> the overall polish, the yeah. overall presentation, the overall quality of yeah. release and order. So, so housing, housing was a big oops. We've talked about that a lot. I'm not going to go into it again. They're fixing it. It sucked. It's stupid. It should never have happened. Um, mm-hmm. The other issue that I've been having with this patch uh, multiple times is the sound just flat out yes. stops. And they have not addressed this publicly at all. And that is bullshit. Yeah. Can I just say, can I just say... We are reaching this new advent for PvP. We have so many groups behind the scenes scrambling to create like a real tournament scene for the game now that there's so much interest. Like I said, I just cast this event. This event that we cast, oh my gosh, uh, Plus One did a really great job uh, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, does just great stuff, great content and YouTube stuff, PvP stuff. Actually, it's one of the casters um, on uh, the... Uh, uh, the FanFest stuff. That happened for FanFest, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. So Plus put this on. There were like four to five times throughout the tournament. And this tournament was like three and a half hours where literally we had to halt what was happening um, like between different matches because the PVP audio would completely cut out. I had to queue out at one point as a commentator because my audio just stopped working. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been streaming it and the, and the audio just stops. And I mean, it's yeah, nice. like it's one thing to get, like, get matched poorly with people. It's like, OK, that happens. But like to get pulled out of something because you literally just can't hear anything because the client just takes a dump. That's awful. And the worst part about this, you go on the official forums and people are like, oh, no, this has been happening for a while. Then why the fuck haven't they done anything it's about different. it? It's different. It's different. It's different. It's different. It is different. Can be, yeah. There okay. used to be a bug, and I actually did have this problem for years, and it only affected, okay. from what I understand, a small group of people. Maybe I don't know. I mean, that would make that would make sense. Sure, right. But there was this thing for a while, and I think it had various iterations. But for me, what would happen is that if my audio jack got interrupted at all, this is when I was using like plugged in headphones. Yes, 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 yes. That was a thing. Yeah. All the audio would stop in the game until I restarted Mm -hmm. it forcibly. Like, so we've had these weird things, but they got rid of them. They were gone. They fixed them. They did get them out. I remember when they fixed that. It was so great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we're having this. Audio and now it's just it just straight up stops. And it's yeah. like, what? And, and it's weird. And, and the worst part about this, too, is like you have Yoshida fifth post about housing. Nowhere have they said like, oh, yeah, no, we're we're aware of this issue. They haven't even acknowledged that they know it's a thing. But you go to the forums and forum bug reports are all like and no sound. So I they they really need to to address this and let, and let us know what's going on with this, because it's it's incredibly frustrating. And it'll it'll be a thing where if I'm streaming PVP or if I'm just playing PVP and the sound kits out, I'm like, all right, well, you know what? I'm just I'm done now. Like, it's it's irritating. Um, it's they need to tough in, in those kinds of matches or ranked matches because audio cues do play a large yeah. role. In yeah, information. absolutely. You can hear the detonation of a limit break. You can mm-hmm. hear that your ability went off. Yeah. You can hear certain effects for when you've even sometimes been chained, pulled, stunned. You can hear the cues of the wind on the wind arena so yeah. that you know to pop your bubble if you're not like visually mm-hmm. watching the chocobo thing run around. So it does actually cause like a major disruption. Yeah, it's it, and the fact that I mean, like trying to broadcast a PvP tournament and having it happen as much as it has. Like, how I don't know, understand how this has gotten past them and how they haven't tried to address a fix yet. It's just, it's yeah, really yeah. strange for them. It was 
awkward you know it's like we have thousands of viewers and many yeah. players that even haven't necessarily played 14 because it lacked pvp because there are so many people now that are coming back into the game it had pvp but it lacked pvp that had maybe widespread appeal shall we say sure. um mm -hmm. you know we have people who are now more than ever looking at the game mode and really want to see it and then we kept have to stop having to stop and be like oh well the, the client bug, took an audio the poop. Bug <laughs> happened again. Yeah. There's a bug. <laughs> like, and it was just un it was uncomfortable. It's so. yeah. It's it's surprising to me that that something like that got got passed. And right. It's even even more surprising. I mean, with with as apologetic as Yoshida has been about housing, that they haven't even been like, yeah, no, we know this is a thing. We're working on it. Just nothing. Silence. Right. Boggles me. It just it seriously. It, I can't believe it. It's ridiculous. Um. So yeah, there's that. Uh, I mean, we, we talked about this before, too. We don't need to go into it. We'll just mention it. Rothgar hairstyles, awful. What are they doing over mm -hmm. there? Nobody knows. Uh. Oh my God. Can I just say that, like, uh -huh. I just say that we talked about it before in the ears and everything, right? Yes. Yeah. And then it actually came out. And I do, just, I do just want to take a second because, like, players noticed that when they put these new hairstyles on, not only did it remove the ears, but when you turn the Hrothgar profile... The back of their head is extended like this huge, yeah. horrific it's alien so ovaloid. Weird. Like, it looks like the head of the alien from the movie mm -hmm. Alien. And <laughs> I just like had this flashback because Yashida San made, made like a post about it. I don't remember if it was in an interview or what it was where he was talking about the feedback about this. Um, and, you know, he was saying like, oh, yeah, it was so weird. And this was translated from Japanese, I think, where he was saying like, oh, it's so weird. And. You know, we created this race to appeal to the furry community. Mm -hmm. And we thought that they would just be happy with the way that we made it. And, like, uh, you know, now we're having to realize that we need to map all this other stuff on. And it's, like, really hard. But, like, we put these out. And we thought that they were good enough to put out. And, like, again, I love this team. Yeah. I will here in a second talk about many of the things that were really polished and were really phenomenal yes. from this pack. <laughs> but whoever looked at this and thought this was okay please reconsider yes. and, and even even with, with the so way with the way that like when we get these conversations from yoshida with the way he talks about it i love yoshida i've talked to the man several times he's great he seems incredibly tone deaf about this situation and mm -hmm. i just i don't understand why I just like, again, I, I encourage everyone. I advocate for the health of our game, whether or not you play Viera, whether or not you play Hrothgar. I mean, can you, it's, it's just so hard to explain this to people that I think don't feel a connection to it. Like if they were to tell you, Hey, uh, it turns out that Aura, it's really hard to like put helmets on them. So like, we're just going to stop making helmets for Aura and any hair that's added to the game, you won't be able to use on an Aura. Like the thing is, is that the features of these races are not so ridiculous that I really feel they are vindicated in saying mm. that the way they built them was the way they built them. Th that's the we best part about all of this. We well, designed them a specific way. Well, why? I just want to, I just want to be <laughs> honest. Like, they have races that have literal horns on their head and scales all over their bodies. They have races that are cat people with long tails and moving emotive ears. They have all these races and technology that they created and made knowing how those individual pieces worked with the models in their game. And I've seen so many people like, well, the fans pushed for this or people should just be happy with what they've got. They said from the get go that they wouldn't have the same options as other races. And I just encourage everybody again, because they said it, 
does not make it okay. It does not make it yeah. something where like, it, it's just like, please listen. I, I have seen so many people, myself included, that have switched off of these races because the mm -hmm. level of quality, polish, and options that are a baseline in this game, that are a baseline for the experience and the options and customization options that we have gotten from every other race in this game have not been implemented in a way that works with this game. And people keep saying, well, there's some of the least played races. Why do we think that is? Because they have a fraction of the options. For a long time, one of them, you had to pay money to change the hair anytime you wanted. Mm -hmm. They can't wear an entire large piece of gear in the game that many people want to have and see and showcase, which robs players of self-expression and identity. And then when they did release something like these hairstyles, they released them in such a way that it is like, what is even happening? I, uh, <laughs> grand, uh, grand in the, in the chat here. Um, didn't they say that the ears are part of the skull rather than an attachment to it? So it'd be hidden with hairstyles. So this, this, this takes me back to I think it was with the Kitari Beast Tribe quest where you like pick the options or whatever or, or, or some kind of bigger discussion we had about lore at some point where it's like oh I don't know if it would, would work with the lore you make the lore you make yeah. the models why did you make them dumb well and the thing <laughs> is, is that they've made every other model in this game differently mm -hmm. all the other models in the game like we literally have had people go in and look at how these were created every other model because of this exact issue all the other races are made with them being separate. So when they made these races, they made a conscious choice right. to make them in a way that does not work with any of the other technology in the game. And now we've heard that they said that, that they did that because of the fact that they wanted to push what they could do with these races visually. But again, I argue the fact that like these are not bestial races in the sense that like we literally have a kakirn on the screen right like if they had done something like that if we had gotten viera that had truly raised backwards heels i as a player would understand if they had said hey we actually cannot make these work with right. shoes. These are still so, very humanoid yes. races. So they were like, so here are the options. You either get a flat foot option for your Viera, which can use shoes, or you get a backwards heel option that's unique to Viera as a race, but you will not be able to use shoes. Again, giving people an option and again, pushing those boundaries in such a way that I think it makes sense. But the thing is, is that these races are like built off of the general otherwise construction of the other races in the game. Hrothgar based off of the male Rugadin model. So like, it, again, it was a conscious choice to do this. And I, I think many of the community feel now that they would have rather have gotten one race that does work with the technology in the game and it was fully completed upon release. Yeah. than these races that are like half realized and the options that come out for them again are always just like, a well, but well, but. Well, it's like, okay, stop. Just yeah. give us a I mean, new race. And that's <laughs> even, don't. you know, the, with the initial release of it, too, where they were gender locked. Like, what were they? Like, what the actual F were they thinking when they did this? Like, it's just. I'm sorry. I, I know I harp on this so much. It's it, just that I have, like, really deep feelings about it. Like, Vera are one of my favorite races from all of Final Fantasy. I really hated swapping off. But mm -hmm. 
at the same time, my quality of life and self-expression has increased since I did, but I mm-hmm. personally feel really strongly about it. So I apologize for those of you that have had. I to mean, look, what it what it ultimately life. comes down to is we like this game. I mean, in case you 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 didn't know, yeah. I mean, we talk about it every week. We get together. Let's talk about how much we like this game, and because we like this game, when the game doesn't do something good, yeah. the the impact of that is is multiplied, right? How like, you know, it's like it's just like hairstyles, like with the sound thing. I can't believe that they would do something that isn't amazing. Right. Right. And that's that's what this is. We were complaining about it because we wanted to get fixed because we know that they can do better. Yeah. Yeah. So and to to like move into stuff that I thought was so good about the polish of this patch, because like I think those were the big ones that we that we talked about. Right. Yeah. But there are a few of those things that I think really did drag down some of the presentation rating of this particular patch. Yes. Um, but. I do want to say that like so many other things about this were fantastic, right? Like PVP as a whole, fantastic. Yeah. The presentation and polish of the story, the pacing of the story, this mm-hmm. go around, like I consider that to be a part of the overall polish of a patch. And I thought that was fantastic. The sheer amount of things that they put into this. Amazing. The quality of most of the other reworks that they did for the um, like old content right so good so good i have experienced some of these fights in ways that i had never experienced before even playing this game for years the ultima fight and the way that they paced that and even put in some Mm -hmm. nods to later story Mm -hmm. so good yeah the rest of it is really fantastic but then there were these two really huge stumbles (laughs) and then and then and then you have total rock which they gave the astrologian treatment to completely (laughs) robbed it of any kind of identity it is the most boring dungeon i have ever been into and it's just but the (sighs) other ones more than make up for it like i oh no mm oh no oh yeah i and i'll i'll just i I haven't done all of the dungeons yet so i don't know uh, what is good or bad about most of them, but I, I don't think that uh, one dungeon being super good is going to make up for one being super bad. I think that mm. they should all be good, especially when it was already good. I was I was the weird holdout who was like, don't take the slowdown shit out of, out of <laughs> leave that in there. That's classic. We need that. Don't touch it. No, no. It's so if it's bad. My I don't, my I, my I, biggest I don't issue. Really care. If the other dungeons are good enough to make up for it, no, 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 no. Already good, <laughs> my, you already yeah. My my biggest <laughs> issue with Total Rock is that they 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 made it bigger, right? It's not this kind of mm. narrow like little tunnels anymore. They've opened up some areas. One area looks cool because it's got some light coming down, and it like it looks really pretty. All the other areas they just ballooned out, and they're empty as hell, and they're so boring. <laughs> like it's they it's just it's they it's just yeah it it didn't I mean, work I out for them. That, <laughs> I agree in that Total Rock for me did feel like. The, the least polished it looks funny it looks like they <laughs> it It doesn't look like it was designed that way yeah. um and I'm, i don't think i'm just saying that because of having seen it the other way for so long like right. there is something about the texture and detail and it, it does feel weird but i'm gonna go to the opposite of zanidra and that i'm so glad they took out the stupid spider webs the amount of tanks <laughs> that would run ahead and the people would get gated behind it and the people wouldn't know you had to burn them the slow stuff again just added unnecessary length. I liked the idea of like there being some kind of special status effect or stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I do not miss that it's because it, it, it mm-hmm. I don't know it just kind of arbitrarily slowed you down. I seem um, yeah. I seem to be the uh, the odd man out, including uh, people in chat like 
That's okay. People, people that's okay. Like, Total wreck. No, I the yeah. moats as well. The amount of times you'd get to the end and then realize there was a moat missing. I'm glad that's gone. Ah. I think that overall, the actual like yeah. story of each of the bosses and the final boss, they feel more polished to me. I think they feel more direct and they teach more relevant lessons. And sure. I, I feel like all the other adjustments that I have experienced. So I've done all of, I did, I think, all of the new reworks, except for Orm Vale, which I believe was an incredibly minor adjustment to Orm Vale. But all of the other ones mm-hmm. um, I have done. I, and they yeah. are fantastic. I love Vigil Keep. I, that was such a good job. Oh my gosh, that second boss. Like, really fun fight now with him now that that cannon shenanigan is out of the way um <laughs> i love the rework of uh praetorium and castrum i think that the again the narrative the story the immersion feels better to me oh zen just has left i'm sorry <laughs> i liked i liked all the changes i thought I, that i thought they were i haven't done them so i don't know and i uh, it could be that the the things that you're talking about that they removed uh make the dungeon it could absolutely be that the fa- the fight is more fun but they're just so nostalgic and, and lovely to me. The thing the thing that I'm surprised, they, they said they changed the routing in, in Darkhold and it I, I should have done it before the patch because I, I didn't I, I did run after patch and I'm like, I'm not quite sure what they changed. I'm surprised they kept those really stupid stand in circle door things in Darkhold. That surprised oh. me that those are still there. They there's not mm-hmm. as many and there's not as many mobs in those rooms anymore. So you don't get like completely annihilated by the mobs. And I think the, you do have that one that has the explosive crystals, but I do think they cut some of them. Um, they might have cut some, but, but you still have like the weird, the weird mechanic where you got to stand in the little glowy bit to like open doors. Cause that's not used like anywhere else in the entire game. I don't think so. It's I weird mean, it's that kind of they thing. kept I that. I don't know. It's weird. And then you have, yeah. you know, they talk about like routing and simplifying stuff, but like in Darkhold, at least there's like, there's some branches still that split off. And there's like either nothing there. There's just like one mob. It's like, what? just mm-hmm. why is that still? It feels weird. It feels uh, weird. It see, feels I like they needed am, to to do more work on these before they released or something. It just, I, I don't know. I'm glad that they left some of those little side rooms in. And like, I, I even was glad with Todorok, although I don't particularly like the overall polish of all of it. I like that they left some of the side rooms in. Um, mm. But they did cut some stuff. So like in Zemael, that really annoying, like backtrack dead end plummet point that people would fall off of it's gone oh, yeah. you can't go down there anymore yeah um they like streamlined some of that stuff which i thought again i i, I do think these are pretty effective i don't know i'll do know we haven't heard anything have you done any of these i've done a few of them just to see them i went and i did a, my favorite change that there is 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 with ritavin you know oh my goodness i don't know if if you've done that duty um because you have to go to new game plus blah 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 yeah. But just watch it. Oh, my goodness. It is such a great character moment for him. La Habrea gets a great character moment as well. Livia, I'm not whatever that said. <laughs> I don't know. It's neither here nor there. But Ritavin, in our new, uh, gosh, what is it even? I, I, I always forget the name because I keep thinking of the song, which is Steel Reason. What's the name of uh, Cape Westwind? Cape Westwind. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's such a much better character moment for him. It, and I don't want to spoil it. Like, I know this is a spoiler cast. I know. But I think that anyone who has played through ARR should go back or just watch it. Because it really recontextualizes his character, his relationship to Gaius. It's just so good. It really is. But that's my favorite change, honestly. The rest of them, whatever, they're a dungeon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care. I have done the, the new MSQ stuff. Yes. Dungeons aside, I have done the new MSQ stuff, and... 
I, I for the most part I really like the changes. I like how the dungeons uh, have been shortened. It's mm -hmm. it was hilarious to run through a thing and expect to go down a like a the fallen uh, whatever it's called mm -hmm. great stuff uh, and there's just a portal there and you're like oh okay. yeah I yeah, I was gonna talk I about that yeah uh, Praetorium it's 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 nice that they they reworked some of the stuff but it's like you're just walking through you're like raiding this giant imperial castle you're like. Oh, there's just like a little teleporter. Like, what? That doesn't make. Why mm -hmm. is there just a random ass teleporter there? That doesn't make any sense. Those have always been there. Somebody. Sid did it. The, the teleporters and stuff have always been those yeah. stupid, annoying things that people would use to rush through and like part. Like those have always been there. I think they just no, made like, it. when you mm -hmm. when you run along the outside of the building and the uh, yeah the first time you run outside of the building yeah. and there's a bunch of mobs that chase you and then you like come in back inside and you go down a uh, a ramp come around a corner and then use yep. a teleporter to get to that first big boss. Mm -hmm. It's just a teleporter. Now there's no more ramp. So it just like, feels, yeah. it just feels weird that there's just like a teleporter it, it is, there. It is. A te it is. Yeah. I guess there was one before a teleporter. It's just, yeah, look that seems weird. It looks, I don't know. It looks out of place, I guess, but it, I, honestly, I didn't mind it. Yeah. I was going to say, I was yeah. like, they're right. teleporters in the original. I don't you can tell how much <laughs> I've run Praetorium the last couple of years, I guess. I, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Such good XP though. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like those a lot. I think I, touched so on it uh, yeah we did we did talk a little about it we talked before. about it on the previous cast when we were just like briefly brushed over 6.1 yeah. um yeah but i do really love the ultima fight moments i think the impact mm -hmm. of the moment where like you use that limit break is so good i think yes. the idolin's words and the you know way that she shields you through the, all of those mm -hmm. mechanics it really gives such a strong story there um, so Everything's I love that. so much prettier too. Like yeah. just visually, well, not so much prettier. It was a lot of it, as they told us before, is the same as it was, but they've yeah. been, uh, made the lighting better. And now everything's not all just red in one room. It, you can see the different levels of the different mm -hmm. colors. And like when you go yeah. in the one area where you fight the Omega arms, it's like a sort of a ghostly blue glow from all of the tanks. Yeah. It's really cool. And the Laha Brita um, fight is, is equally as good. I'm telling you right now. All right. For for me, if um, I think I'm not hundred percent sure because I did try and run them all before uh, they switched them over. Just just to mm -hmm. have it in my mind fresh, you know. I think even as you're running outside and you can kind of look down on the base, I think they actually brought in extra details in all of that too. Because before, yeah, before um, I was like, I have actually been in this base down there, and uh, none of that is recognizable. <laughs> Whereas now it's kind of okay. I think that might be that place. They mm -hmm. did, and Vigil Keep too. Uh, when you fight that second boss, the uh, little noodly, the little noodly dragon that now does these little tornado twisters across yeah. the arena, um, it's on a like a whole new arena. So like you, they basically cut the, the they cut the like, ceiling off of that section. Yeah. Is what you, they like, did. Yeah. Little, you go to this little ledge, and that ledge actually overlooks Ishgard. So you can see the city of Ishgard like in yeah. the background with the final steps of fate. Yeah. It's just so clear now the way you can okay. see it. And like, yeah, even yeah. like when you turn around, because before you could like see partially through like those windows, right? But this actually like takes you outside the building. So like when you turn around, you can see like down the entire side of uh, like the keep. And it was just such a cool perspective because it always felt to me like it was so insular. So like mm -hmm. to actually be able to kind of go out and like see down what that building is like. I, I just, I don't know. I just found it very novel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Stone Vigil. Am I saying it wrong? I keep saying Vigil Keep. Stone Vigil. Yeah, yeah. Stone Vigil. Uh, what else? Adventure what else was place. there? 
Adventure plates are great. Adventure plates are okay. Uh, oh, they yeah. they are very much. Disagree. They are very much an a a in beta product. Sure. Um, half but the time they. It says right they, on the package. Beta. It, beta, it, it yeah. does. <laughs> it it does, which is weird because we don't usually. That's not typically something we get in this game, right? Right. A beta yeah. feature. Um, and so, is, yeah. yeah, like sometimes the, there's, it's, it's a little clustered, right? You have to, you make your portrait, which then you apply to the plate, but then you also need to apply the portrait to your instant portrait. And then half the time it just doesn't work. And then mm -hmm. some of the options when you make your plate, they, they layer weird. Or if you use the mirror option, it like pretty much negates any background yeah. stuff. It's. It's very much a beta feature, um, and there's there's definitely some stuff that they could they could oh, improve yeah. there. It's a great start. Yeah. I, I love them. I want them shown at all times in front of all group content. At the end, don't give me the stupid player commendation with names. Just put their pictures there, and I will click one. Give it to give me adventure plates literally all the time. The portrait, yes, fix them. But then again, as anyone who plays the same like job branch like as a caster glamour plates don't work either i mean they don't if you mm -hmm. don't glamour like the piece of armor that you're wearing and then switch glamour the dye that was on that original piece goes away like it's broken too they need to fix that yeah they'll they'll get to it you can't use all the emotes either for the portrait which is yeah. another another mm -hmm. it, it's it's weird it's it's one of those but, things where yeah. like you you can unlock them via like if you buy the the accessory or the, the plate like it, yeah. stuff from from PvP, you can get like your your limit break animations for each job, for example. But like, it shouldn't. I mean, again, beta, right? Like, yeah. Hopefully, they add other emotes to beta. But the idea of like having to like unlock an emote potentially a second time to use it in a plate is dumb. Mm. So well, hopefully, that's not something. PvP. These are unique emotes to PvP. Yes, like, that's those, true. those special abilities are like very cool and unique limit breaks to pvp itself so mm -hmm. like i'm totally fine with them putting that into or like adding in additional fun ones to future bundles i mean i have to be honest there are things to definitely fix oh, yeah. but as they said it's straight up a beta and yeah. that's fine with me it's labeled as a beta we all knew that there yeah. would be problems and i have to say that even for it being a beta it so far surpassed any of my expectations right. of what this would be the amount of customization the amount of options the amount of versatility the amount of personality it's I never so to sit here and just fun. make pictures yes why, it, why like, would i do that it's so fun why is like, it fun it's so fun like i straight up already snooped on people anyway because that's just the mm -hmm. kind of person i am i like clicking on them to look at what their gear is i like to get a closer look at their character face i like to go in and i like to see what their little comment is like i do that already and so to have it now in this way that like players have so much customization and self-control over right when we were talking about cc that's one of the big cornerstones, uh, mm -hmm. character customization, but yeah. also the way that you represent yourself in game. So like straight up, I am blown away by this feature. This is one of the most innovative features that I have seen in like a modern MMO in the sense that I cannot believe that no other MMOs have picked up on this right. yet. Like, mm -hmm. I honestly cannot believe that nobody has thought to do this. And I can, like, just see the minds at Square Enix thinking, like, okay, well, PvP. And, like, I know why it's tied to PvP because mm -hmm. I have no doubt they were looking at, like, all of the custom portraits and the custom character outfits and the custom things that you show before a mm -hmm. match. And then that developed into something, like, 
And to see this the way it is and the possibilities that it brings to the game and for it to already be so polished i mean for all things considered there are issues obviously but yeah. like to have as many options as we do as many rewards achievable as we do for it and as much customization as we do for it i like straight up that was a huge blow away feature for me this patch so yeah there are some issues you change glamour you have to like reset the portrait and it's super yeah, annoying that's weird you change, like it's like there's a lot of weird little the things. The other the other weird thing I, I think on the just on the plate itself is like you can list like uh content that you run, uh, but then there's that that field where you be like times I'm usually logged in. Mm -hmm. It looks weird. It's weird to read. It's just like weird little yellow lines. I don't understand I I'm not feeling it. Like I said, just use it for binary. You can get six letters in there and you can spell Hello. a little message. There you yeah, go. You could put hello. Or sorry. Yeah. Mine is F-I-X-S-M-N. You know, just for reasons. Um, something else I wanted to add, since we're sort of in the things that they did for PvP region, uh, the reworking of the rewards, the way you find and, and select your rewards, I, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. because it was kind of a shit show before and now yeah. I can find things even yep. though I don't even really know what I'm looking for it's like oh that makes sense to be this thing and it is there it is hooray yeah. um, I really I really like the AF I love that they put that AF in there with mm -hmm. slightly different colors I was always kind of mad that they automatically gave me pink dancer AF yeah. I'm not a huge pink fan but I do like blue and that one is blue thank you Meanwhile, I, with Reaper recolorings, we have an ugly ass brown cape that will not die on the new one. Thank you very uh, much yeah. for that. Yeah. I mean, I honestly <laughs> wish for some of these, like the re-releases of Relic, that they would, I don't know, even like add two die slots or add something like, um, or even do some of the ones, maybe in the future they will, some of the ones that are so hard to obtain right now. Like at this point, I'm sure I could get a group. I'm sure I could get our raid static to go run. That was the fight with Varys that you do to get the Memoria. Memoria miserable. Mm -hmm. It makes yeah. me miserable. Yes. <laughs> the fight yeah. itself is, is fine, but like, and I actually don't have a problem with the whole idea of having that extreme fight and stuff like that. The problem is, is that like, if I want to individually go work for this now, I cannot get it and upgrade it. Yeah. And like, I'm having the exact same problem with the elemental gear in Pyrus. Like I went in and I bought, I got all my lost actions. I got everything. I worked so hard. And then I hit this wall where I realized, oh, I need to be running with a notorious monster group because there's no other way for me to get these pyros crystals to upgrade it. So I can't even get the special effects. And I just spent multiple millions mm -hmm. of guilt. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Super cool. Like, so I would love to see them kind of like use some of that to like feature those other sets. The ones mm -hmm. that we got, I was like, oh, I'm fine with. But most of my main classes, they were sets that I can already like really easily get and get right. a viable version. So I was like, it's fine. I, I think, nice yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, thinking about uh, miserable. I mean, we've talked about how how that was a bad decision already. No, but no, 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 no. You've talked about how it's I a have talked about how it was I a bad decision. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and so, at least the the plus side of that now is for for dancer and gunbreaker, you can just get the new PvP rewards and still get Diable AF. Um, yeah. I think what's even cooler though is because a lot you know all these af sets we've had already uh they have weapons now um for them as mm -hmm. well and i think a lot of them 
look really good. Like, yeah. like these should have been the relics for these sets. Like the Dragoon one is cool. It actually glows and makes a sound when you draw it out. The Gunbreaker one really feels like it belongs with with that AF piece uh, with mm. like the, the orange glows and stuff. Um, yeah, the. I've seen the dancer one, but after we got the the Insinger one, I was very satisfied with my weapon. Mm-hmm. Machinist, so machinist, we, we got our. About Insinger. We, we got an, Insinger. we got another pistol for machinist. Our second pistol mm-hmm. <laughs> ever. That's right. <laughs> so like, Insinger. Insinger was okay. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, <laughs> we didn't talk about oh it. Gosh. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> we forgot that was yeah. in this patch. Oh my gosh. I have to be honest. I'm so sorry. I forgot because of how unforgettable. Sorry, how yeah. forgettable, how forgettable yeah, just, that fight it is, was. It is. The it's fight. Okay. I. Uh, it's. We did. We did fine. It. It's fine. Yeah. He, he went really, on. He like he fluffed it up quite a lot. It's gonna be so difficult, and you're gonna get two thingamabobs because it's difficult and hard and long. And no, it's not. It's actually no. not not that long. It's not that difficult. There's like two tricksy mechanics that I mm-hmm. think groups will have trouble with, but like one of them is very easily solvable if you just have somebody that's a really good caller, and then the other one is like, yeah, it's really fast. But once you figure out the trick, it's not. You know, you use your mm-hmm. sprint exactly when you need to use your sprint. So, like, of course, this is all relative. Everybody will experience different levels of difficulty. Mm-hmm. I think the weapons for them are beautiful. I love those a lot. Yeah. But I was truly disappointed with this. I'm going to be completely honest. Like, this is the capstone fight. And it's such a memorable moment. And when I think about, like, the Shinryu fight, I had far less emotional connection to that fight. It's cool. And I liked the mechanics. But, you know, it's not like it had the emotional clout. It needed the song. Singer we does. talked about this when we were doing yes. it. It needs the freaking song. And, like, Shinryu, like, at least, like, when you did it, that second phase where, like, he erupts through and you're on his back and you're running between yeah, the different that's crazy. platforms. And it's like, that to me was incredible when i think about the other like capstone extremes like capstone meaning like the final extreme of an expansion Mm -hmm. where they have some other additional bonus phase this cool phase i really expected that and i know that they're doing a lot of other stuff right now but Mm -hmm. i was actually like really emotionally let down by it and i did hate the fact zen like you said that it's literally just the stupid shinryu music like we don't even get in the extreme version it's not like there's a phase shift and we get this cool other music like to me, that did not feel like the embodiment right. of that moment. And like, I wanted something that was going to take me to this next phase where I relived that like that war, that that battle. Because to me, the real impact of that fight was when you see the light and the dark and struggling and you have your allies around you. And it's mm-hmm. so powerful. And the idea of grief drowning you, but like you're pulling yourself through it. I really didn't feel like the extreme version of this fight lived up to the emotional stakes of it. And mm-hmm. to me, that's what I look for more than anything else in, in a, an extreme version of a fight. Right. Does this make me feel as much as the actual context and story of it mm-hmm. does? And it didn't. Because- and I'm kind of bummed about it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the yeah. things that, that I think about literally all the time. You're going to clear it. You will. Like, if you work at it, you will clear it. What makes it memorable it's not the difficulty, but how the mechanics worked with the narrative, what it made you feel if you never want to do it again. I mean, that's one way to feel. Yeah. Everybody hated Thornton for a little while. Um, but yeah, you know, Shinryu as well, because you're going to clear it. Nothing in this game is unclearable. We're going to talk about the ultimate in a bit, and that's not unclearable either. 
it's the journey that you take. And the ultimate is the best journey we've had, I think. Yeah. But yes. like it just let us down, I think. But that's it's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Like it like we said. OK. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it was OK. It was okay. Given the scale that the ultimate has reached, yes, I am far less likely to really take this as a sore point because the ultimate yeah. is mind-blowingly incredible. Absolutely. But like, I am a little bit bummed that it does just seem like this particular fight coincided with a time when they were working on a lot of other really good stuff. They weren't really able to, mm-hmm. I think, fully flesh it out in a way that fully lives up to the true ability and potential and encounter design of this game and it's fine like i said Mm -hmm. it's fine i had fun it's fine but like again it yeah it was a weird it was weird it was a weird one i I do appreciate that they've become sort of consistent with uh looking at how long a fight is and being like, ah, you're too, you're too dumb. Yes. I, I wish they had done that version of you because that's a long Yeah, that's it's a very fight. long that fight. So yeah. long. This one doesn't feel that long, but you know what? I'll take the Because it repeats. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about Ultimate at the end. Um, Ultimate yeah. technically is 6.11. Doesn't count for the review. So uh, yes. we will we will talk about it, though. Don't you worry. Uh, moving on to just kind of uh, the rest, the rest of, of patch 6.1. Uh, I think they added probably what is one of the best furniture items ever. <laughs> yes! In this patch. Uh, it is a bookcase that is also a secret door. Right. Um, whoever designed that is awesome. They're an awesome person. And I want to see them design more cool things. More, 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 more. <laughs> more yeah. cool opening secret door thingies. Everybody's, cool. Everybody who wants a secret door is going to use this. So you need to give us more mm-hmm. of those so we can have variety in our secret doors. The Ishgardian bath, the like Ishgardian style hot spring bath, is actually really, really cute too. I love the details mm-hmm. on it. All the furnishings from this patch were really good. The, the new glamour get, was really good. Yeah, I was mm. glad to get the uh, the fireplace from Fortomp Manor. Yeah, it's a beautiful fireplace. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Uh, what else? The is gate. There? The gate. The gate. Oh, the gate. Outside gate, so good. I saw so the best video. Somebody, somebody mm-hmm. had like like 15 gates just all in a row and they were just <laughs> yeah. running through it and like elusive jumping back and you could watch them like weave through. it was really cool like they, they colored them all different colors it was really neat um but yeah they, they had some really cool furniture pieces this this patch as as you would oh, expect look, the, when they introduced new house what you called the platform thingies the lofts with lights underneath that's such a good idea so many people do that already mm. and they have to like yeah. use you know like five items to do that now it's one thank you I didn't realize that the new loft had lights on it. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's, it's recessed lighting underneath of it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. And then they have yeah, the new, the big good. planter, too. Instead of, like, having to get a bunch of little planters, there's just, like, a big one now. That one big I noticed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very cool stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. All the new gear, all the new furnishing items, all the new weapons. I honestly think were really beautifully done. And there was a lot to choose yeah. from. As I, far I as appreciate like, that <laughs> the... <laughs> the oh, uh, no. What was that? What was that? What? Why was that laughing? Did oh. you make your face, Aldi, now? What? What happened? No. I'm so confused my, right my, now. What's happening? My forever gripe. My forever gripe. Okay, about, yeah, I'm like, oh. uh, they've given the striking people the gear that I want. It happened again. <laughs> Just Uh-oh. like, again. Yeah. Um, I do actually like what I got this time. But uh, they still <laughs> gave the one that I wanted to striking. Stop it. It's my turn. Uh, you I can have a book. I do, I do appreciate how the 24-man the stuff died. Dude, dancer so weapons can... aren't usually that good either. Yeah, so you can get rid of that weird, like, goldy, piss yellow color. Um, that was nice. 
Uh, the, uh, the Kester and Healer, the Most of the headpieces don't work on Fiora and Rothgar, so that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, what else was there? I think that's kind of it for for like the, Miss the AF, Miss Lady. AF is mm-hmm. is solid. Uh, Garo's back. We didn't talk about how Garo is back. That's cool. Uh, it's back. Yeah, if, if, yep. if and if if there are people that weren't around for that the first time or haven't done the achievements, if you're doing PvP. Get one of those Garo titles and put it on while you're yeah, doing yes. PvP. Uh, I I forgot about that initially, and then I swapped it on and I finished like my other two mounts like in a week. It was super easy. So, uh, one thing we didn't talk about: Ultima Unreal. Uh, we actually oh, we just sure. yeah, this, and it was fun. I thought it was a fun little revisit. We wiped a couple times just figuring out like oh this or that, but like we went into it even with just a, a lot of people half remembering it from years past and some of us having no idea what in the world was happening. (laughs) And it was pretty manageable for our raid static. Um, I've heard other people say that it's a pretty good one to get as a stepping stone um, to, you know, kind of get your way into extremes and savage and kind of have a general Mm. idea. Um, I honestly think that if you just do extreme primals, it's probably just as good as uh, stepping stone. And Ultima technically is, but um, Ultima Unreal, there were a few little fun things and it wasn't too bad to get through. So um, yeah, they put that new troll mount into that with the uh, rewards for it. Mm -hmm. So uh, a couple of the mounts and things they added also this patch are cute, although most of them were obtainable through slightly more like circuitous means right where right. you're having to yeah. like go that, you know that that reminds me too uh and i forget i know we we th- were throwing out numbers for it the pod mount was 300 mgp 300k yeah, yeah. so that's a thing you can get now not terrible not yeah. as easy as i thought they were gonna make it but not terrible it's a, it's a cool little mount like i i hated I the near collaboration and the story the of it but like though. the pod's a fun little mount you do yeah. i have you not do. finished yeah. the near quest so i cannot mm. buy a pod and that's fine because i'm never going to that's fair. I like I like being that. able to use it and then like go like where you have like a gate or like a like a th- like an archway over your house and it looks like you're just kind of like hanging from mm. it, like uh, you're I afraid to like fall like one foot to the ground or something. Labyrinthos with friends. Oh, we were doing maps yesterday. Yeah, whatever day we were doing maps. Uh, and uh, like three of them are doing the the pod mount like across the big open expanse of Labyrinthos. It's a it's a cool mount. Like, we just we haven't like, had that kind of like animation for a mount before. They so just that's look hilarious. Yeah. Like they, they look like they're just like falling in in space across. Like they're lagging so bad, they're they're falling sideways, and it just <laughs> cracked me up. Uh, okay. What else I, is there? What else? More gender unlocked gear. Yes, which is cool. always we good. Always, like always good. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, those That's were great. genuinely such good additions. Yeah. There are some really cute pieces that were gender mm-hmm. unlocked. Um, and I've noticed that there's been a lot of gear sets where I'm like, what is that? And I'll see it on a character and I'll go click it. And I'm like, oh, it was that gender unlocked gear. <laughs> so yeah. um, I just got yeah. to show that it opens up so many more possibilities mm-hmm. for players. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was great to, to see that that MGP gear that was uh, from each city state be unlocked. Because right. that stuff is so iconic. And you you see the, the NPCs in the cities. I, had, the opposite gender I haven't even, I, I didn't even realize that that stuff was gender locked before. Yeah. And I'm like, what? It's wild. Yeah. It's good. Um, it's good stuff yeah. too. It's good, like solid, actual in uh, world gear rather than like you know yeah. like it's it's nice high casual school letterman gear. jacket. Not that I have a problem with the high school letterman jacket, but it is not in in the world gear. Yeah. This stuff is. Yeah. yeah. Snooty snoot snoot. <laughs> uh, how about how about the uh, the codex? Has anybody actually yeah. digging? Uh, I I, I oh, looked a little bit at it. Thing. I I haven't I haven't okay. like dove yeah. deep into it. Uh, I like to think that I know everything already, but uh, there's some. 
I mean, did. Yes. When it, when it first when stuff, it first you know. unlocked, I checked it out. Like it's cool. I think it'll be a great yeah. tool for for people that uh, are coming into the game, and um, you know, an easy way to be like, what did, what was that one thing? What did I do? What was that? Like, I think it'll be nice. Now here's mm. my one question. Does it unlock for new players, like at the start? I actually haven't verified this. Or does it only unlock for all players post Endwalker? I, I don't, don't know. know. I think Time you to have to do character. that quest. With I think it's Tario. a it's a going forward thing. I wish I yeah, it was a little so. more retroactive, but yeah, um, a shame. that would be I'm not sure. a lot yeah, of work. I really hope I put it on earlier. Yeah. Because the first entry you get is Tataru because yeah. of that quest. So because she wants you to know how important she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be, especially given the fact that they literally have the lore books. You know what I yeah. mean? Like mm-hmm. they could literally just take the text from the lore books right. and like shorten it and just put it in as a blurb, and then like add on over time depending on where you are. I mean, maybe at some point we'll see them retroactively mm-hmm. add that for everything. But um, I do think that like having it as a tool for new players would be so helpful because people really do have trouble keeping track of things, especially if they're not familiar with the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But as we've said, I think the actual, you know, uh, interface itself, so good. Like it's such a great way to keep track of stuff. It's such a great way for them as well to kind of codify what they want to communicate specifically. Um, Such a good way to fill in some blanks as well. If there's something like we were talking about in the future, even with, you know, hey, if you didn't do the Eden raids, but now Gaia's in this main story, this is who Gaia is. Or like, and and she is girlfriend with Reen. We got to make sure that that part gets into the codex. Yeah. Reen's girlfriend. All right. Uh, I think that's it for for 6.1 stuff. So, yeah. drum, Drum roll. Eight out of ten. Not too bad. Patch not too bad. Six point one. It's yeah. funny to me because I think like this patch honestly was a super good one. It was like good. it was yeah. super good. I think overall a ton of stuff that was introduced, very, 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 very good. I think a few of those categories that got lower scores, I mean there were some kind of weird missteps with certain yeah. big blunders. Yeah, huge blunders. Yeah, the housing thing in particular, like, Mm -hmm. oh, how did that not make it? Housing, sound, the 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 continuing saga of Hrothgar hair. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, the the patch was so good, it pulled up those terrible blunders. It was good. Yeah, yeah, and like the thing is, is honestly, those blunders, right? Like while they were significant in the sense of like overall, I guess, impression and things like that, the actual content and stuff we got was fantastic yeah you yeah. know it was really good and well, um, well and there was a lot were, sorry no well, go ahead. some of them were like like the the hrothgar thing where it was like a conscious choice for them to to do mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. uh yeah they probably should have tested the housing thing a little bit more but people make mistakes and mm-hmm. they're That's, yeah while it is while it is taking a bit of time for them to fix it they are doing a good job of, of fixing it. They have all mm-hmm. the information for everybody who entered in and everybody will get a fair shot. It sucks. You have to wait longer. It's, it's, but you are yeah. going to have that fair shot. You were supposed to have. Yeah. Right. It, and it's, you know, it's, and it's like another one of those things. And I'll, I'll, I'll talk on this for, for less than a minute. And if I go over somebody who's telling mm-hmm. me to shut up, you know, it's, it's also right again, housing. It's a problem. They themselves created, right? If they would just figure out instance housing and stuff, they, they wouldn't have to worry about lottery bugs and all this stuff. <laughs> She's got mm-hmm. a timer we're over it. Nice. Oh, no. And I'm done. And I'm done. And I'm done. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I would say, too, that like I see in chat the comments, you know, the absolute outcry about the housing thing was a little bit ridiculous. And of yeah. course, there were some things that, again, oh, yeah. please never do. Please do not give death threats to devs. They are people. Mm-hmm. 
They are working hard. They care about this game. You know that nobody wants to be dealing with this, let, let alone mm-hmm. them. Um, so all of that, unacceptable. On the other hand, this has been a problem that has been deeply exacerbated by many, many issues and many, many, many negative experiences from players. Um, yeah. It goes to show more than ever that these these little steps to try and make it slightly better really will not go towards fixing the greater problems with this and making everybody feel satisfied and comfortable and having really good positive experiences with the housing across the board. So I do think it was like a spark that just lit the dry kindling on fire. Oh, absolutely. Again, do not ever, do not ever issue actual death threats to people. Do not ever turn constructive criticism into something that is awful. Like don't, don't No. I mean, and as, as we were talking about this last week, I mean, literally, they woke Yoshida up in the middle of the night yeah. so that he could yeah. write a statement about this. They care. They absolutely care. Um, and, and yes, like we said, I mean, shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, everybody makes mistakes. Random, like, having a lottery draw a zero could be such a mm-hmm. weird thing that to, to task for that could have gotten missed. And t- like, it, it happens. But the, the overarching, pro- the overline problem is just how they handle housing in the game. Um, and so... Yeah, that's where we are. Yeah. So there we go. Right. Get better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we talk about well. something. I kind of want really a box. Good. I kind of wanted to like make sure yeah, that I always yeah, have a box yeah. of band aids that just says housing wards on it, and every time we talk <laughs> about housing issues, I just take one out and like slap it on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now we do get to talk about a really good, cool thing. Ice. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> what? You said a really cool thing. I thought we were going to talk about ice. Ice, ice cold. Oh. No, that I'll see, I'll see myself out. That's okay. I'll see everybody later. Yeah, I just I'll know how to hurt you correctly. Like, I didn't think you'd go what? there. A really cool thing. Unfortunately, you can't fade yourself out like Aldino did earlier, but I can I can just, just like <laughs> Mix in chat says, "Good one, dad." <laughs> Thanks, son. <laughs> the manual <laughs> dissipation. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Fam, Back in my day, we didn't have these newfangled so fade good. buttons. We had to manually fade ourselves out of it. I really, I really like in, if you think if you think about like the place in time where it was supposed to come, right? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. The just like the time hopping and stuff, it all fits in there so yes. good together. This is worth the wait. This it fight is. was worth the wait. And for anybody that hasn't been keeping up with the ultimate race, um, there was sort of a teaser in the description about this. Obviously, this is Dragon Song Reprise, which is reprise, if you will, um, which is uh, the sort of retelling of the Dragon Song War. And in the description of it, there was this mention about having to save Horshafant. Now, if you don't want any spoilers about this, well, it's happening, so prepare yourself. Cover your ears. Yeah, do Um, something. as we discovered over the course of the the world's race, and I was so excited um, to be on stream with Zep when we actually got to like witness it live. That was uh, great. Because we both just lost it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there was this whole controversy, right? You go through the first phase. Horshafant is there. It's in the vault. He dies. Nobody could figure out a way to save him. There's a checkpoint. The community was up in arms about why yep. in the world there was a checkpoint. Are they making ultimate easy? Are they making, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you go through, you fight Thordin, you fight Nidhogg Stinian, you fight all the knights, obviously, during Thordin's phases. Um, you do these these two eyeballs and uh, you have to burn them down. Uh, and then uh, if you make it through that, which is <laughs> yep. no small feat. Yeah. I no. kept it at high speed, but it is actually incredibly difficult. That DPS check is hard. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. Um, a, a clock appears. 
and you rewind rewind time, time. And you go all the way back to the first phase and as groups found out live it was incredible to witness um mm -hmm. everybody's like i don't know um i don't know just do the same thing from the first time just do the same thing from the first time so everybody does that and the entire fight loops and you mm -hmm. time loop until you figure out how to save Horshafont in the first phase. And when you do, an alternate timeline starts. And suddenly, the whole Dragon Song War is re-envisioned in an AU if yep. Horshafont had lived. And Whoa. all the dragons get subjugated by Thordin. Um, and Hraisvelger, we're assuming, although mm -hmm. at least when I last checked in, we hadn't quite seen this phase yet yeah. live. Hracefelger um, no. ends up with a control collar on and you have to fight him. Um, it is actually incredible. Presumably, Thordan was able to steal the power from Ozzy's mm -hmm. Law and maybe even merge the Warring Triad into him. It is like... bonkers. This is the it most is ridiculous insane. thing. Yeah. It's insane. Oh, it's crazy. I love I love that it loops back and you have to save Horsefront because you look at him, he has an HP bar above yeah. his head. So like, you're sitting there going... That's suspicious. Not why again. Can I not heal him not right like now. Why can't, why can't I do nothing right now? And then they're like, but you can. You can later. You can. Mm -hmm. Save him. We'll come back to uh, it. And there's just, there's so much like going on in the community where they're like, ah, oh, but think of it this way. If he doesn't die, then this happens. And then he sail doesn't die. Mm -hmm. This happens. But then this happens. And so and so is like, Harris Felgar is uh, collared and this, that, yeah. and the other. And it's just like, so oh, in my the gosh, end, I love isn't it really better that he died? Yeah. I don't know. I just I just love those little things where it's like, what if that hadn't happened, this would happen instead. And the fact that they are wrapping it up in a fight is so amazing to me. One, so one of my cool. favorite one of my favorite uh, Photoshop meme things this past weekend has been uh, Final Fantasy 11. Uh, sorry, a new Final Fantasy 14 series. What if <laughs> streaming yeah. April 26th? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 is, I think, I mean, we've all played a lot of MMOs. It is the game that most nails the putting the narrative into a fight that I've ever seen. Like, yes, there's moments in WoW, there's moments in Rift, there's moments in ESL, there's moments in a lot of these games. But this moment is unprecedented to me, right? Mm -hmm. I, I just don't, I cannot think of anything else. It's just insane. And it's so great to see it. And even though, yes, it's an ultimate. And yes, not a lot of people are going to be able to get that far. But the community can watch it and it yeah. can make people want to play it. It's that aspirational content for people who don't normally even want to do this stuff. It's so good. It's exactly what we need. Yeah, this uh, it's cosplay. So it's a cosplay skit in a fight. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. I honestly think that ultimates are worth even just mm -hmm. recapping, you know, whether or not yeah. you're watching every single day of Prague. Obviously, we were raising money for a great cause this past week with um, the charity Race to Worlds First with Mog Talk. Um, and it was incredible to see how much could be done for relief efforts in Ukraine. So, like, yes, it's, of course, be a part of it. Even though Prague is so slow on ultimates, at the same time, you get to be together for these incredible moments and make these memories as a community, whether or not you'll ever play it. But no matter what, I think it is so worth looking at these fights all of the ultimates, watch them, hear about them, learn about them, because this is really one arena of 14 where they took a pretty big risk, uh, knowing that they would be appealing to a very specific demographic, one, but two, pushing the fight design and the ways that they creatively conceptualize everything, like you were saying, Aldino, from storytelling to the actual mechanics of the game, it is 
incredible. And it is one of the only MMOs that I've seen that has created this kind of content, um, that has released it at this level, and that is presenting this kind of challenge. And it's it's just amazing because like, you go back, you go back in time in a fight, and then you loop it, and you save somebody from the game, and then uh. like the actual mechanics themselves are bonkers. And there's all it's these a lot references. Going on. So, so it's so incredible. There's all these references to things in the game. There's like subversions of the different casts from the different fights. Mm-hmm. There's like all these. It is really truly a masterpiece in design. It is so, and all of the fights present something like that that we just aren't seeing on the same scale. It's incredible. And this is why they didn't finish it in time. I just, fine, you know, I just, I, I, I want to see, I mean, we joked earlier about it, about it mm-hmm. being a cosplay skit. Uh, next fan fest, all right? There will inevitably be a harsh font shrine. I need as sure. many people as possible to dress up as Thordan. And just like have like a little little like note to just put on the picture of Harsh Font on the shrine. It just says he's fine, and it's just Thornton just standing there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so just just as a clarification, when I say uh, this is why it was late, I'm not like I'm not, not cutting sure. it down. I'm saying they yeah. were putting no. so there was much a lot into of this. stuff in this fight. Yes, yeah, that is that is why it was late. Wasn't it worth waiting? Maybe it was. Maybe don't have felt do so you? terrible about it. Also. Grahati is mm-hmm. just sitting there watching the fight, like, been there, done that, guys. Yep. What's the big deal? This is why it doesn't That's work. That's not yeah. true. He'd be sitting there like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's his <laughs> fan fiction. Yeah. Um, how do they follow it? How? How do you follow this? Like, yes, we're, we're getting a second one in this expansion, which is great. How do you follow it? I Hild- Hildebrand. <laughs> oh you got You got to go full Hildy on the next <laughs> ultimate. Well... Let's you fight, you fight, you fight his dad, if, you fight his mom if, with a giant-ass frying no, 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 pan. No, 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 no. no. Mm-hmm. What if, what if no matter what you do in this fight, you lose? And so the one that follows it up is you fixing it. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. I mean, theoretically, <laughs> it's supposed to be Stormblood, right? Yes, right? Because they, they have done typically two per expansion, two features per expansion. Mm-hmm. So Stormblood, they could have, uh, let's see. Obviously, four we had fiends. the Omega Raids. Mm-hmm. But, four four um, Fiends, and you actually fight uh, Kieran or whatever it's called at the end. Four Fiends is later. Four fiends you're, is no, no, no. You're talking four about the, I'm the sorry. auspices. Four Lords. Auspices. Four Lords. Four There's lords. a lot of four oh, things. Four yeah. Lords. There's a lot of fours, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we we did talk about we did talk about that, and I actually still love that the idea mm-hmm. of the four lords and then having that like fight that we didn't get with them. Yeah, but yeah. Like, what would be the wild subversion of this? Like, what would be the thing that makes? Because every every one of these ultimates has something, whether it's like really gimmicky, tricksy, mm-hmm. or it's like um like this kind of. I don't know. I I, hmm. I like the four lords. Don't get me wrong, but Omega is way more compelling to me. And you already have. That'll be the second one. Who? Yeah, I mean, yes. It, I, I don't know. I didn't. Okay, I lied. Just, I don't like the four lords. We just we but, need don't touch the balls. Ultimate is what we need. Yeah. You know I what? Don't know. If you go into Biako currently, you can kill him so yeah. fast there are never any balls. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> to worry balls. about it. Wow. No balls. Uh, no balls at all. Um, yeah. This is actually this is actually not relevant to the ultimate, mm-hmm. but it's something that I meant to bring up when we were talking about the twenty-four man. We already have gods in the worlds that are animals, guys. Yeah. And they turn into mm-hmm. people. We do. 
which is very cool. That comes from a lot of um, like Eastern mythology and the idea of kami and things like that as well. That exactly. We so like, cool. we we have a precedence for it. Maybe yeah. maybe the twelve come from wherever these auspices did. They're basically the same thing. Maybe. PetSmart. Yes, it's yep. PetSmart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> anyway, back to the ultimate. That was I just mean, something that I mentioned bring in, earlier. Bring in Tenzin. Like that would be super cool. Yeah, oh, Tenzin. Oh, Tenzin. Oh that my gosh, make I am still, I am still so upset about that quest where they what showed Tenzin, the but West they ultimate. didn't include yeah. his armor as like sure. actual I armor mean, that we could equip when they clearly made the model for the screenshots that they used. Because that's Journey the 11 the Sam AF. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want Journey it. to the West, I think, would be fun. It would be a different tone than many of yeah. the others, right? But, like, yeah. I mean, they have the other... Like, there are so many different things they could draw on here. They have all of the bosses as well, just from the dungeon, Hell's Cure. They have the Foxy Lady. They have... Um, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, we talked earlier about uh, Wukong. They have all of these different, mm-hmm. like, creatures and entities. Be- yeah. that they could bring in that tie into either the auspices or journey to the West. Mm-hmm. So they could totally do something like that. That would be like a grand epic and maybe would draw right. on that mythology. I mean, you know what I'd rather oh, I, hmm. I think uh, Tsukiyomi. Yeah. I mean, yes. more, more about yeah. my gal who got totally mm. bitched. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what they would flesh out Tsukuyomi with. Cause I actually, agree. I think Tsukuyomi would be amazing, mm-hmm. but like, what would be the other cast of supporting players around that? They could integrate it all for sure. For sure. Xenos. No, of course. I'm gonna, no, I'm done. <laughs> You're like, never I'm mind, done. change my mind. You can't. That's fine. This is I content I'll never do anyway. This, That's okay. <laughs> it's, I think, honestly, tonally, the Four Lords don't feel as good as the Dragon Song War or Uwu or T. Like, it just doesn't feel well, here, as Well, here's, here's the, th- the thing, though. They can't do Warring Triad anymore. Well, right, I mean, no. they I mean, could. Maybe. Like I said, we don't win. We have to fight some more of that stuff. They could. They could. I mean, they could do Warring Triad and then go into Omega or they just go into Omega. Mm-hmm. No, who knows? Right. Just because they've they've had this pattern so far doesn't mean they'll stick with it. We've learned that from dungeons and patches. Um, so oh, that might be a little too. I was mm-hmm. like, OK, I was like, now hear me out. Yeah. What if it's like the fall of Doma or yeah. like. Or like the fall of Doma and the fall of um, Alamigo or something, and they bring in a whole bunch of like heretofore unseen characters, like the crazy em- or the sorry, the Mad Emperor, the Mad from, King, um, the oh, Mad yes. King, and like all these other things where it's like hmm. almost as though you're reliving that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it would be kind of tough because we just did a sort of time travelly thing. Yeah, but, you don't oh. want to do the same thing again. What if they go the Evilis, Evilisa Dalmasca route and mm-hmm. you get an ultimate involving that stuff? Now, that be, would be interesting. It could be cool. That I would be the, weird. The real thing that, that I think really... Be hard. I feel like they're done with that content. The thing that really makes these so good is that it's Bahamut, really important in the lore. It's Alexander, even more important now in the lore. It's the Dragon Song War, of course, super important in the lore. And you get to the Four Lords and you're like... You know... Yeah, okay. If we do go the Omega route, they could put literally anything in there. Absolutely. Because it was just Omega pulling shit. And yeah. we are places. we are we are also getting the Beyond the Rift quests too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I they could play I mean out. I definitely sure. see them doing something with Omega. Yeah, right? th- there's like, definitely not a question of, the, of Omega yeah. or not. It's it's what the other one that's whether not it's for Omega. The first is. or second one. Yeah, yeah it's it's like 
That definitely seems move, like that uh, would be it. From what's his face? Uh, Jesus, sloppy, sloppy man. Oh, <laughs> sloppy man. <laughs> because you said that. Sloppy, sloppy, that guy, Ilbert. Yeah. You can move from Ilbert into <laughs> Shinryu into Omega. Face. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> He said sloppy. That's his thing. I know. No, you're right. It's just the way you said. When you said sloppy first, I was already <laughs> in a totally different headspace. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually agree with you yeah. in that I think sloppy that maybe some good. of the highest stakes, mm-hmm. and I, I'm a little. I it's tough because like I think some of the highest stakes. I would agree it would probably have something to do with the rebellion as a whole, right? right. The idea of like a fight for freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, again, do I think there's as many iconic specific entities well, and people to lead that? Like maybe not, but like I could see mm-hmm. that being a thing so that maybe we are going up against those and uh, Shinryu could play a role, but at the well, same time, here's... I'm like, I'm tired of Shinryu. We sure. think Shinryu. Correct. But here's, no, oh, here's, no. here's, here's how this could work though. I mean, it's, it's still an Omega raid, but it's it's not just like the Omega raid, right? It's Omega the story, right? So yeah. he comes over here, he fights Midgar Sormer, he fights Shinryu, he does the yeah. raids. Like I, I think they could just broaden it to just Omega yeah. stuff in general, and I think that could work. We do original Shinryu, not Xenos controlled Shinryu, because Omega fought Shinryu. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll have to see. I mean, either way, well, this ultimate guys, has been phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Yeah, definitely make sure to, uh, if you want to see any of it, hit up the Twitch directory for 14 and, yeah. and see who's streaming. There's a lot of people streaming it. Uh, a lot of people making really good progress on it. So make sure to uh, to check that out. I think in a day or two, it will be the longest lasting ultimate if no one clears it, I think. I can't remember exactly. I We passed... I, th- I think it'll be done quickly. in the next like four days. I would think so too. Mm-hmm. But, we'll, but we'll, I mean, we'll see. Honestly, I think a lot yeah, of these groups have days. gotten more halted on phase five yeah. than yeah. anybody even anticipated. I mean, right. even um, TPS, who has so okay. notoriously been in the lead for so many races, although they haven't been broadcasting, which has been difficult to measure, especially yeah. too with <laughs> a lot of the flogs parses just having so much trouble dealing with this fight because yeah. like, the actual structure of it subverts so much of what we have considered to be like typical progression of percentage and kill and things like that. And the time loops, it has completely messed up the flogs rankings. So TPS presumably still in the lead as they have been, Mm -hmm. but it has been really difficult here to tell because like they haven't been streaming and they haven't been releasing previews of what's coming up. Mm -hmm. And yet they have not announced a clear. And then everybody else is very much stuck on phase five. And we haven't seen many teasers beyond the enrage of phase five. So Mm -hmm. it's like, we don't even know. I mean, there's theorized to be at least one, if not two phases afterwards, possibly. So that could be a whole other thing, seeing the difficulty of five. I mean, it really, it is something else. The, like, the yeah. whole mm-hmm. fight is really difficult. Yeah. But phase five is just like every single mechanic from every yes. dragon on top of every mechanic from the knights on top of Thornton's mechanics on top of it's absolutely on top of wild. PlayStation buttons. And I mean, they haven't even gotten to the like the Xbox button phase or like the keyboard and mouse phase. <laughs> yeah. Um, Azazel in chat is saying that uh, Ukab lasted 11 days, 11 days. And that was also 
there's a little bit to be said here about the fact that the very first Ultimate ever released did just take longer because nobody yes. knew anything about this kind of content, yeah. right? They had no idea yeah. how, what to expect, how to prog it, what the measure of difficulty would be, what to look out for. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it was 11. I, I was thinking in my head 12 days, but I think it was roughly around yeah. 11. So this one it is still shorter, but yeah. it is not nearly as short as, wasn't the last one one of the shortest, I think? Yeah, I think T was, but I don't quote okay. me on that one. There was a sneaky part with the last phase of T yeah. that people had trouble mm-hmm. figuring out. Mm-hmm. But. I'd have to go back and look at it. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, I don't know that we get there. I mean, that that is what, five more days? Six more days almost? No, 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 no. That's that's four more days, right? When did it? It was Tuesday. Tuesday. So yeah, okay. Then it would yeah. be Friday-ish, which yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it living that long, honestly. But we'll see. I mean, who knows? We know. I mean, there's certain cutscenes from the fight have already been leaked mm-hmm. and mined and stuff. So we know there's at least one more phase, but mm-hmm. um, there could be two. I, we don't know. We don't know what that, that yeah. we, we know the I beginning mean, and the end. We don't know what that little yes. part is that's missing yes. right now. We do, know so. it, we do know at least one more, even because leaks yeah. aside, because obviously they've been very clear about data mining and not supporting yes. it. But we do know yes. from the promotional art that there's at least one more phase yes. because we still have not seen Grace Felger and Nidhogg and Dragon form side by side. Yes. So. Yep. Well, I mean, and, and I guess like who's to say that's even a phase that might just be part of a cutscene that's, you know, who knows? They faked us yeah. They've been doing so many crazy things. we lose at the end. <laughs> They've been doing so many crazy things with this fight. Who the hell knows what that what is even from? I, you know, it could be anything. Um, but yeah, definitely check that out. Um, I think I think that's it. Did we do it? Did we talk about so. all the things? Can we? Can we? Can they just have like a happy ending for 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 Tiamat at the end or something? Mm-hmm. She's up there. I don't know. I mean, she has mm. her happy ending. We Kinda. saved her. That's She's fine. We're gonna we're gonna go save uh, sister from the void. We're gonna go to Maricidia. Yeah. We're gonna play with mm. kangaroos. It's gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna get fancy new models and and shiny textures will be more shiny and it'll be wonderful in seven point mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for us for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, and especially thank you to everybody uh, if you came out uh, and watched the uh, world's first race. Uh, thank you for, for tuning into that, giving our rooks some support. And uh, if you donated, thank you for that as well. Uh, you can find... Oh, wrong button. You can find me on social media. Everything Ralph Derg, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. Zen? I am Zenidra underscore A on Twitter. I'm Strawberry Bop and also plus one shot. Plus the word, one the number, number shot, the, the word. word. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, on uh, Twitch and also on uh, YouTube. That is a D&D mm-hmm. podcast that my friend El Dino and I do. Hello. We're having a show tonight. Speaking of yeah, which. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. go check that out. What time? What time? What time are we talking here? 11 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yeah. late. Lateness. We okay. With, we play with Australians, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All do you know? I'm here. Hello. What's, what's up? How's it going? Ah, uh, it's going pretty well. Uh, yeah, I am only here and Twitter, as Aldi you know. Uh, I definitely do want to post more PvP. Almost maybe want to stream. I just my Ooh. day job's just really, really, really Ooh. busy. I hope by next season to do so, so you can see me curse. Um, 
Maybe. We'll see. It's wild. I, I've streamed PvP. What the hell is this timeline? I do it. I know. <laughs> I know, right? It's just it's just so interesting right now. But yes, and also on Zenidra, could you could you say plus one shot? Oh my God. Plus the word, one the number, shot the word. I think that should be part of the intro. We honestly. need to you need to jing make a jingle out of it. Yeah, definitely. Right. We'll workshop that. On it. <laughs> or we play a lot of D and D. And one day we will return to the first edition D&D we had on this channel. Yes. It's yeah. going to happen. That was a thing. Lots of plans. But when, anyway. he when he says he's busy with work, he that's not just like, oh, you know, work is work. I'm always busy. <laughs> no, he's really busy with work. That's why we haven't been able to do it for, God, have we even done it this year? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's been a no. while. No, we need to. So we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Rook. Yes, you can find me everywhere at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I. Um, Twitch and YouTube, I'm usually live two to three days a week on Twitch. Uh, then I'm on the Lightbringers Guild Wars 2 podcast on Fridays and on Aetherite Radio here, obviously, on Saturdays. I try to get at least one YouTube video up a week. Uh, and I have lately been doing, as well, a lot of shoutcasting, which yeah. I never thought I would do. Um, but I have fallen in love with. So keep an eye out. I got to shoutcast this race to world first. I've shoutcast some PvP tournaments. I got to shoutcast for WoW's race to world first, which was totally unexpected. What is this alternate <laughs> timeline? You got to eat um, some really tasty beans. Some yes. real good beans. Uh, but I try to post and let people know where I am and what I'm doing so that if we're not live on my own channel, uh, you can find me elsewhere. And you can also find me on Twitter at Rookery, but with an underscore. Everywhere else, just Rookery. Mm-hmm. All right. If you want to find us here at Eighth Ray Radio, you can email us or tweet at us at Eighth Ray Radio, uh, and of course, as Gamer Escape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord, Discord.gg/slash Gamer Escape. We've got an Eighth Ray Radio channel on there where you can come and talk to us about the show. There's a 14 channel. Uh, when patches go live, we have a spoiler channel. If you want to talk about things without spoiling it for other people, but also with other people that are like, "Oh my God, these things that just happened." There you go. We got you covered. Uh, and that... In a lore channel. In a lore channel. If you like one. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we will see you later. Bye. See ya.